Welcome, welcome to Ford Ford ReZero. It's a ReZero rewatch podcast with three friends. I'm Sarah. I'm Mark. I mean, I forgot who goes second. I didn't remember either. It's been too long. <laughs> Just fuck it, go for it. YOLO. Uh, fuck it, we ball. Fuck it, we ball. We're here with my son, Bertram. <laughs> My son. Your son Bertram? Yeah, because yes, it's been that... five years since we recorded. Oh yeah, it's been, it's been five years. Yeah, it's been five years since we recorded. Uh, Jordan has died of old age in that <laughs> yeah. time. So sad. I, I have a bushy white beard to show that time has passed, and my boobs sag more. <laughs> <laughs> I think there should be more wizards with really big bushy beards and fat saggy. Tits. And no big naturals. Yeah, <laughs> we already have the best one. Why do we need to gild that, Lily? I gotta um. This episode is making me get a drink out. Oh, what you sipping? Um, what you sipping? Sipping this weird, like, cider sangria. It's very sweet. Ooh. I just got a big fucking 64-ounce bottle of water. I got a funky monkey, actually. I do have water next to me also. Brass monkey? No, a funky fun- monkey? Yes. Uh, you know, uh, yeah. I, you know, I have always thought of you as a little bit of a funky monkey junkie. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, that is the one Beastie Boys song where I don't know any lyrics besides the chorus. <laughs> besides Brass Monkey, that funky monkey. God, we, I also don't know anything. I also don't know anything else about that song. But at my work for a month, we had a drink that was like the funky monkey latte, which was like, um, like one part banana, two parts, uh, one part banana syrup, two parts, uh, like just mocha syrup. Huh. Um. A, every time someone ordered I just thought, I just had that song stuck in my head for the rest of the day. B, really fucking good flavor combo, by the way. Yep. Um, highly recommend, and I highly recommend like an oat milk banana mocha latte, but make sure it is not equal parts banana and mocha because it will just taste entirely of banana if you do banana that. Banana's strong. That's good why I would be like a little worried about mm-hmm. putting banana in a drink yeah. like that. Yeah. Love this is, the, the one I'm drinking now is like, Three parts pineapple, two parts banana, two parts rum, I think, and then one part uh, uh, Malibu. I don't. Is this a beer? No, it's a cocktail. It's a cocktail. Oh, you made a cocktail? Yeah, I'm fancy. We had it for oh. my mom's my, my, ah, my mom's birthday last weekend. Oh, happy belated birthday! I think I said happy birthday. Did I, did I say happy birthday to your mom? You can you can say it now <laughs> if you like. Okay, happy happy birthday, news mom. I won't say your name on air. To, to, I don't know why I like protect your mom's name. <laughs> like like you, like you're using your real name online or something. <laughs> no part of well, this like, is Neve Neve is my real name, but but my legal name is not any th- any part of what I say my name is online. <laughs> That's it's Neve Noel Williams. We yep. know her. We love her. My last name is actually Williams. Happy. This is true. I've I've seen the birth certificate. <laughs> Happy birthday, <Yeah>. Mrs. Williams. <laughs> Miss Williams. I don't know, but Happy birthday, Miss Williams. <laughs> I am for real. Sorry that I missed it last weekend. I did not. I don't. I I got fucking. I, I, got yeah. I don't normally drink for these, but this fucking episode was kind of a wild ride. Yeah, you're, you're uh, drinking very, that copium. So yeah, we we uh, we last recorded about what two and a half months ago, I think would have been. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had uh, not yet found out I was pregnant with Bertram. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we had not yeah <laughs> with Bertram. <laughs> um, I'm looking forward to Bertram's name like 
dissolving over the course of this episode. And so, like, in an hour's time, we're just talking about your son, Gumblow. <laughs> <laughs> well, she did My get son, Pregante, so... She did get... <laughs> Neve was written... <laughs> Neve was all humor. Neve was all humor. So, yeah, it's been two and a half months, and we last left... We last left our hero, uh... It, after just a 50-minute cringe compilation, just... Awful. Just wall-to-wall. <laughs> awful, but the awful thing, man. The thing, the thing they don't tell you is that there was another... There was more to his to his compilation. Ugh, yeah, so... Yeah, it turns out... That was... He's not done yet making bad decisions. Mm-mm. This was one of those things where I was like... I'm gonna, like, not like look at the full episode or anything like that and like i'm just gonna watch the whole thing but like for the first part of the episode i was like how does this i i hope he stops posting cringe i'm gonna like skim and then i was like oh wow a lot happens in this so i'm gonna stop he st- reading he stopped, actually he stopped he stopped posting cringe and he also at the same time he stopped doing a lot of things simultaneously such as Living. you know circulating blood through his veins breathing he stopped a lot of things Be- <laughs> he stopped washing his hands after going to the bathroom <laughs> can't believe he cannot believe he did that damn he gave him a hug with piss hands so gross <laughs> Uh, yeah, so let's fucking get into this episode. I have uh, reclaimed the reins from Morg. Uh, I took my super, my stupidly in-depth Good, notes. because I uh, sure totaling, didn't. <laughs> totaling, 200, totaling 234 lines oh, in uh, Notepad. Mm. So the episode opens with Subaru, like, training with Wilhelm and just remembering the cranes that happened at the end of last episode. And Will just, like, fuck, Wilhelm just fucking washes him in a swipe. He destroys um, him. He's, like... Yeah, he's like, should we stop? And Subaru just like remembers Amelia and starts crying. No, we shouldn't stop. I need to fight you until I die. Yeah, <laughs> this isn't a manifestation of anything. Um, Felix is watching from an up from a window upstairs, and this is something that I mentioned um, last episode, which I it is in very recent memory to me because I just edited it last night at time of recording. This is two and a half months ago, so I'll refresh your memory. But um, this is just him talking about like how how Julius basically like t- fell on the gren not he didn't fall on the grenade he kind of fell on the grenade for Subaru there because like. Something I mentioned last episode was that, like, if another, if a knight that was not named Julius Euculius had gotten in the ring with Subaru, they would not have used wooden swords. They would have just um, killed him. <laughs> yeah, he would have just fucking been killed outright. They were so fucking mad at him. And, like, Julius actually gets in a little bit of trouble with the knights for what he did, which was, like, basically going easy on yeah, Subaru. Yeah, Reinhardt said he kind of fucking, like... Fucked up his reputation, kind of, when he talks to yeah. Subaru later. Yeah, he, yeah, so he definitely, he definitely did. Like, this is, <clears throat> he, like, sort of betrayed his standing in the Knights a little, not betrayed, but, like, he went against his standing in the, uh, in the Knights to save Subaru's life, basically. Yeah, he and, sacrificed uh, a little bit of his reputation. Yeah, 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 and I, I really like this implication that he was just, like, leaning into it and playing the villain to save Subaru's ass. I love, I fucking love you, Leos. Yeah, I can't believe I didn't really pick up on this the first time around, because, like, honestly. It- I mean, this this is literally a blink and you miss it scene. Like, it's not addressed later or anything. I, this is like a ten second scene, maybe. Right, but like it 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 starts the ball rolling on you re- on like the viewer realizing that like oh like Julius isn't the bad guy here. 
Like no, but like you can also sort of come to that conclusion yourself because based on like well, s- fucking Subaru sure was the bad guy there, <laughs> right? But I totally I get what you mean though. Like this is, I mean I honestly forgot this scene was in this episode. Like because in the last episode I referred to it like this as being something that only comes up in the mo- in the light novel. Wait, but what? um, that's that he falls on yeah. That yeah, that that like the the explicit display. Like, obviously, he, these these same events happen in the anime and the light novel. But like, I did not even remember this scene being in here. I just had remember. I I just this was like one of the things I filed away. Is like, oh, this is a thing that my friend Roswell, who, my friend Roswell, who like knows, <clears throat> who's read the light novels and knows this show back to front, has told me as like, oh yeah, this is also happening in the world. There's like a handful of things I've enumerated on here that are that. Is your friend Roswell but, named after Roswell? No, no, he is okay. not. <laughs> It is merely the most fortunate coincidence ever recorded well, in the history of fandom. Shout out, shout out to shout out to Roswell. I think probably like my oldest internet friend. I just bought a little ceramic tiger from him today. Aww. Oh, I didn't know that was from him. I yeah yeah. Shout out shout out Roswell. Awesome. I, I wish I was in contact with my oldest internet friends. Still. Me too. I am only, well. I'm in contact with like two, two or three from that era, and then <clears throat> the rest are. Uh, listen, seventeen year seventeen year old me had some rough people in their circles. It'd be like yeah. that. <laughs> I have to settle with uh, reconnecting with people from my church who have transitioned. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean that went pretty well. That went awesome. But not to like obliquely refer to your, not to like obliquely refer to your private life, but like you did go on a, like a hangout session with someone you hadn't seen in ten years, and who both of you had transitioned, and then you were like, "Yeah, let's go get our ears pierced." Then you got your septum pierced. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, a lot. Of, yeah, we we've had we we got time skip designs now. I've got an undercut, and I've got yeah. a septum piercing. I got. Maury I got, has a mohawk. Yeah. <laughs> the bags under my eyes are slightly darker to show that I'm more world weary. <laughs> Oh, mine too. Every day, I, I, every day, I look more and more like Natsuki Subaru. I've incorporated a little bit of like a character who's died, who who has died their design into my outfit. It's also Pride <laughs> Month, so I'm wearing a rainbow romper. Ooh, happy Pride! I'm still wearing my work clothes, which is like a, a Finger Lakes coffee roaster T-shirt and slacks. <laughs> um, girls love to wear their work outfits. Girls love. To um, you know what? Hold on, I'm gonna. Outfit. No, I'm not changing. I'm just taking off my bra. Oh, Jesus! Okay. Uh, you were gonna change on air. <laughs> I mean, I could. I just want to be close and close. I could get naked, but I do not have any clothes in close enough proximity to like actually change my clothes. You're doing hashtag relatable content. <laughs> yeah, I am. I'm just like fucking taking my bra off in the middle uh, of the podcast. I hope someone out there is getting hot and heavy about this. Uh, freaking! Uh, I'm taking my bra off as soon as I get home. Hashtag wine. <laughs> I am drinking a sangria cider. That's kind of wine related. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Super is like he's getting bad grades in sword fighting. Yeah, Felix is like, "Hey, is this is this uh is this seems kind of bad." And uh Krush is like, "Well, it was a request from my guest. Uh I I yeah, I don't really care." And Felix is like, well, I think he just wants to act like he's working hard in spite of everything that just happened to him. And then, like, we get a little shot of Reinhard just standing outside the gate, just, like, just chilling. Don't at him. He's chilling. He's chilling. Uh, and then we get the OP. Uh, Paradisum Paradoxus, I believe is I, what it's called. I think Something this like is that. my favorite OP. It's really series. good. 
It's so good. I like the one that sticks out in my memory the most. I, for sure. Like I know it's I know it's all drum machine, but like I like drum machine fucking, though. I know like the, dr- the it's like fucking run through a wall drums. Yeah. God. And just like all the image you're just like they show the image like, of her leaving again and I'm like no, don't remind me of that. I already know. The, the thing of, like, the carrion birds, like, circling, like, right at the beginning. Is yeah. Really yeah. It's, it's really good. I think, the first time I saw this, I think I, th- I think I was really stoned, and I thought that the birds were going clockwise to, like, symbolize Subaru t- literally turning back the clock. <laughs> I was like, fuck, that's so cool. And then I uh, watched it sober, and I was like, oh, they're just going clockwise. Well, little time ticks on <laughs> inexorably. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Oh, For him. Um, yeah, the, the, the OP is really fucking good. There's a couple of great bangers. There's a couple of really good bangers on the OST in this, in this episode. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, so we get back from the OP and Reinhardt's apologizing to Subaru and Subaru's like, why are you apologizing? That was all my fuck up. I, all me, baby. That's a Subaru original. <laughs> and Subaru, and Reinhardt is just, oh no, I should have stopped my friends from fighting. Oh, I fight for my friends, but my friends aren't supposed to fight. <laughs> now it's Ryan time. Uh, he was like... They're, you're both my friends. I should have stopped yeah, Reinhard- you. And I'm like, no. <laughs> he needed to get the shit kicked out of him in order to understand that he was putting a woman on a pedestal. <laughs> this was fine. Well, Subaru was fine. I, I mean, like, this is him, like... I'm kidding. This is Reinhardt both, like... Yeah, no, I get, I get what you mean. Sorry, sorry. Yes, you're right. Um, but, like, Reinhardt just is like, the duel had no meaning. What did either of you gain from that? And Subaru, like, really gets incensed that his duel had yeah. no meaning. Like, sunk cost fallacy brain firing in overdrive. He was not happy about being told it has no meaning. You didn't get any XP from it. You didn't, like, get any drops from it. <laughs> right, you... You played a fucking... What was the thing in Final Emblem Awakening where you could, like, buy it from the store and use it and it would just, like, have a bandit encounter pop up on the map? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, like, the reeking box or whatever it was. Yeah, the stinky... the sti- Yeah, the reeking box. That's what. That's literally what... The stinky box. The stinky box. The, the stinky square. <laughs> um, yeah, no, he was not the... happy being told that it had no meaning. Meaning. And I was like, Reinhard kind of put his foot in his mouth but yeah he subaru was just kind of like it's fine and then he like kind of walks away from him and he's like mind your own fucking business jesus christ reinhardt like reinhardt like immediately implores subaru like hey um i think you and yulia's got off on the wrong foot i recommend a calm open discussion with him i think that would really fix things and subaru's like "Mm, no bye go home now go head home before your mistress gets lonely and then he's like mind your own mind your fucking business yeah mind your business you fucker Getting it out of the way now that uh, this is a really good dub episode. I'll, I'll touch on, I'll touch on it more when you get to the uh, the stuff that specifically the dub does well. But I'm excited. This is a good one. The, the petal use good, things. Yeah, I'm thinking this is a good dub. They took the dub on this dub. Damn. Hell yeah. Sorry, I'm just I'm just curious why it's why it is petal use instead of. Betelgeuse or Beetlejuice? Yeah, I thought it was because uh, because uh, Beetlejuice is copyrighted. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Why is Beetlejuice the same as the star, but it's spelled differently? Man. Whatever. Much to think about. I wonder if there's like. 
I thought I actually you. thought when he was chanting Beetlejuice in the show, I was like, is he gonna pop up somewhere? <laughs> is this like a <laughs> is this like a Beetlejuice situation where he like that would, just that, shows up like the like the com- like in Community when they like they say the they say the name Beetlejuice like three times over the course of the first like three seasons and then on the third utterance like someone in a Beetlejuice costume yeah. in the background walks yeah, past yeah I was like is that gonna happen he does say it quite a few times <laughs> yeah but anyways uh so jumping back to where we were so we're, we're back to like training with Wilhelm and Super gets his ass fucking cooked again and he wakes up in Rem's lap um. He asks her, he asks her, don't you think I'm cringe that I'm failed? Don't you think I'm small potatoes? I'm not important? She says, yes, you are. And yeah, she <laughs> says, yes, you being pathetic and me staying with you is not contradictory. I want to stay with you, which is, um, this is a nice moment. And knowing where this art goes yeah. makes me just like fucking rubbing my fucking hands together about this shit. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's uh, a nice mm. moment. What could yeah. possibly go wrong? No, yeah. Um, the, yeah, we find out the super hasn't, like, left the, hasn't, like, gone anywhere in three days, and, stinky, stinky. uh, she's, and Ram is like, hey, tomorrow we should go to the town square, and they do, they go to the Appa Man, and they're, uh, looking at the Smash Spirit, their Smash Ultimate Spirit Board, <laughs> where Amelia and all the other Royal Selection candidates are posted <laughs> That's up. That's exactly what it is. Um, so we're looking at the, the, the board in any RPG where you get side quests. Yeah, <laughs> take. I'm 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 immediately just rushing to the Priscilla side quest. Yeah, the Priscilla side quest. I only have to collect like five lizard tails, so like that'll be easy. I'll just go that route this playthrough. Yeah, <laughs> Appa, Appa man. Five five peeled appas. Five peeled appas. <laughs> you gotta get the peeler though. You gotta find the peeler, yeah. and that's like kind of a whole. <laughs> Like side quest that takes forever. Ugh. Yeah, it's it's like that. It's I like just that use one, like, console long, commands like, for that. I, I have no shame like, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It's like that. It's that. It's that long like sequence of trades that you have to do for that one quest in Majora's Mask. Yes. Mm. Like where you have to you know trade the one thing for the other, and like you have to get the letter and then trade the letter yep, for something yep. else. And yeah, then... you got to trade the the swamp the moon's tear for the uh, town title deed, and then that for the swamp title deed. <laughs> I, I I replayed Majora's Mask recently. It's, yeah, it's, uh, I, I from what from what I from from some snide comments your brother made last time I was over there. Uh, l- last time I saw him, uh, you play that game a lot. I'm told. L- listen, it is it is my favorite game of all time. We all have our games like so. that. Think, That's Paper Mario passing your door for me. All right, like I, I just I just I just think it's very funny that I, I just remember the interaction of Cormac asking you what you were playing and you saying oh Majora's Mask and he said I don't know why I fucking bother asking. <laughs> Damn, owned. <laughs> Demolished. Shout out Cormac. <laughs> Shout out. Um. So yeah, the 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 shopkeeper's there, the Appa Man. Um, and he is racist to to half elves. Well, to be um, fair, and I'm not saying that it's good or anything, but he is saying like the thing where it's like, I can't. Hey, I'm just calling it like I sees it. <laughs> People really don't like an elf in this community. And he's unfortunately Can't, correct, which sucks. You know, Bernie Sanders, he's unelectable. A woman will never. A woman could never be elected president. No one would vote for her. They're all women, but <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's very misogynistic to post snake emojis. <laughs> Fuck. Anyways, yeah, the Alpha Man is ha- is half elf racist, and I'm returning my free sloppy. <laughs> No, thank you. <laughs> Oof, soft blocking him now. I just followed him for the sloppy. I had no idea he was a racist. <laughs> the 
sloppy toppy <laughs> apple man has been milkshake ducked. <laughs> Tremendous sentence. <laughs> uh, so super like really loudly stands up for Amelia in town square and he's like, oh, you just hate half elves because the witch was one? And it's just the fuck. It's that gif of the guy smelling. It's that gif of that like show where like the people were put in the dark and they had to smell things and, the gi- and guess what they were. <laughs> and the gif of the dude like sticking his nose in a dude's butt crack and be like, oh, smells like ass. And then like a voice chimes in from her. It's like, correct. Yeah. <laughs> the Appa Man just does like the the racist like Chad meme. He just goes like yes. <laughs> <laughs> Christ. Someone draw the Appa Man as the racist. Subaru is soyjacking at him. Fuck. Yeah. Uh yeah, he just basically goes electoralism on him and is like, oh she can't win as long as people see her that way. Uh Subaru realizes that everyone is racist against her and he gets really mad about her because he remembers the part from last episode where he was like where Amelia was like, Oh Subaru, you never tell me any of your problems and Subaru is just thinking to himself, Well she didn't tell me your problems either. She barely knows you <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, I didn't mean to yell. No, you're right. <laughs> she barely knows you. I'm always so <sighs> upset about this. <laughs> He and I understand, like, why would he remember that when he has all these memories of her? But it's still just like, come on, man. She's not gonna tell some weirdo that's like <laughs> that. Like everyone is elf racist against her, and also she does literally tell him that. Oh like, yeah, in the first episode. In the first episode, she's like, um, well, people are not really kind to half elves around here, and Subaru just like brushes it off and yeah. he's like, oh, 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 white hair, big booby, oh. Oh, you're yeah, too we're really just running this campaign to raise awareness and uh, you know, try and shift the issue leftward. <laughs> <laughs> we don't actually please, expect uh, to win it. Someone this. Pull- <laughs> Please, someone pull that. Please, I mean, we we need old man Rom to yank the Elverton window leftward on this. Yeah, we're we're just we're just trying to see if we can get Priscilla to adopt some of our uh, policy positions. God, Christ. she would never. No, she would. There's other people you gotta go for who might. We're, listen, we can push Priscilla left. No, we can't. <laughs> Electoralism works. No. <laughs> Elect Priscilla and then hold her accountable. Felt or death. <laughs> if you if 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 you vote in Priscilla, those two thousand dollar checks are going out the door. Fuck. <laughs> Christ. That I had that joke like floating around in my brain, but like I wanted to come up with a name that wasn't just Priscilla herself for it because like. That was Biden Kim. I, I don't know. Sorry, sorry, not to get into into the particulars of a joke that I didn't tell. <laughs> Where I'm from, we we like stems. We like seeds. I consider. I consider. I consider apples peeled. <laughs> So we, uh, yeah, Subaru, that night, he starts with the window. Next day, he gets washed again by Wilhelm. And then we go to night of that next day. And we see, he's, like, going up the stairs to retire to his chambers for the night. And we see Krush in her little nightie. She's um, cute. She looks good. Woman. I, I'm not immune to. Krush's really dub voice, uh, really good. Yeah. Yeah. Don't need to say uh, much more beyond that. She offers him a drink. I do miss uh, her little like, oh, hat, I can't. though. That's the one thing. Like, I love that she's... Yeah, out- she's missing the little hat. I love hat. that she's out of her, like, formal tight. Like, she's just chilling. But I'm like, the little hat. <laughs> she's going banky mode. Your- Please, the hat. <laughs> um... She, yeah, she offers Subaru a drink, and he says, oh, I can't drink, which is, like... 
Yeah. The way Subaru adheres to like real to like Earth dr- Earth Japan drinking yeah. rules in the fantasy land is so fucking fun. Subaru's saying accurate. like a uh, teacher, you forgot to collect our homework. It's genuinely like a like a real a, a little a really endearing like character trait that he's yeah. like just clinging to some of these rules from the world from from whence he came. It reminds me that he is still like pretty young too. Yeah, it also. It, it also just reminds me of me because I was very much this this I child. Mean, like I I would yeah. not I, I wouldn't remind the teacher of the I would not remind the teacher of you know homework for example. But like you know gotta gotta obey the rule. Gotta. Yeah. I mean I didn't drink till I was twenty. I don't think. Yeah, like, I, didn't, I, I didn't make it all the way to twenty one. But I, I didn't drink until I was like twenty two. It was when I wow. started drinking regularly. Fucking Girl Scout over here. God damn. <laughs> Listen, I, I was I was such a cop child. I was a cop child. <laughs> no, me, too. you and me. I both. was a cop child too. <laughs> uh, yep. Yep. Kind of weird. We glad that we've all grown out of that. For the most yeah. part, yes. Yeah. It still haunts uh, me occasionally. <laughs> mm-hmm. Crush asked Crush asked about how his gait is healing, and we get a little cut in of uh, Felis nuzzling his back while Rem holds him, which is just a cute little silly moment. I was like, "Damn, dude!" Just I I, I <laughs> you know super- I sent I sent the screen cap of that image to Neve last night. I was I was watching it, and she just replied, "God, I wish that." Was I almost you. said that in chat. I was like, "What if that was me, though?" And you said, like, no matter what, Subaru has to find a way to be the bottom in this situation. Absolutely. <laughs> in a room with in a room with Felis and Rem, he still finds a way. <laughs> so true. Uh, um. uh, so she like uh, she mentions that like sh- she's getting proposed to by a lot of guys, and he like he does he does a spit take about it, it after she says, "I'm sure other candidates are having that problem as well." Uh, but then he changed the subject to be, to talk, ask like, hey, did you know, did you know Wilhelm had a wife? I heard his wife was epic. Um, Krush also changed the subject back on him and is asked, do you know that Wilhelm serves me? Uh, <clears throat> Felix walks in and accuses her of dressing slutty. Uh, That's not what he says in the <laughs> dub. He, he says like... He accuses her of dressing vulnerably, that which I like because it implies that like yeah, she needs to be in like her combat fatigues. That, that it like, <laughs> like no, if you're not wearing armor to see this man, you might as well be dead already. He did say yeah. vulnerable. He did, like oh, you're dressing really vulnerably, and like she's like, I just dress the same way that I do with you, and he's like, uh, yeah, exactly. Men suck, and super men like, are wolves. Uh, you, you see how limp my wrist goes. I'm not a threat to you. God. <laughs> Felix can, like, hyperextend his wrist for that reason. I mean, also because he's a cat boy, I'm sure he can hyperextend his wrist for plenty of reasons. Yeah, he's got the, them Sakasa wrists. Oh, yeah, he's got the... Oh, he's got the Kiyomi wrists. Kiyomi. Yeah. Kiyomi, sorry, yes. It is. It would be... Yeah, it is pronounced Kiyomi. Shoutouts to K. Shoutout to... Sakasa Kiyomi to me. <laughs> True. Uh, Felis, uh, <clears throat> Crucial also brushes this aside by saying, well, it's pretty, anyone who's at the Royal Selection knows who Subaru loves. I think it's pretty clear. I'm fine. <laughs> this man is down bad. He's not going to try anything. Felis yeah. mentions, mentions that she he heard that they had a fight and does a little three-face when Subaru is like, uh, 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 talking <laughs> Yeah, fight's one way to put it. <laughs> Yeah. 
I got demolished. <laughs> she hates me. Yeah. Not really, but... Yeah. <laughs> she hit me with the fucking stone cold stunner. <laughs> yeah. The She just, like, Chris just tells him to, like, keep his head up, don't lose any of your reason to live, do what you know is right, things of this nature, and she sends him off with the words, I do not want to regard you as an insignificant enemy, which is, like, I really like the way that Cruz shows that she cares. Yeah. And this is like, gonna come the, up later. Like, she can only view it in, like, a, a, in, like, a tete-a-tete scenario, mm-hmm. but she is, like, she very clearly is extending, like, a hand to Subaru here that is, like... In the way that she knows how. Yeah, yeah. I like Krush a lot. She's, She's a great, good. I, I find her I find her a very I find her a character that is developed very um subtly. Not well subtly, yes, but I also think that like they do just a lot with the little with the like what relatively little real screen time she gets. Right. Like compared to the other members of the Royal Selection, not counting Amelia, she definitely gets the most screen time out of yeah. them, I believe. Um makes sense. But even that's even that said, they do a lot of, like, they cram a lot of character work into not a lot of time, and I think it's really good. I fucking love Krush. Yeah. She, I like, yeah, she doesn't know exactly, like, how to be, like, what, cheer up, fucker. <laughs> and, yeah, Felis also encourages him to make up with Amelia as soon as possible, and at this, Subaru remembers dying, and all the time, a bunch of times that he's mm-hmm. dying, he's like, oh, there is something I yeah. can do, something only I can do. I was like, no, don't think like that. First of all, because even if you can, but I mean, like, die a lot. We, like, we yeah, in this episode, and we this this kind of just like this kind of like this little like mini arc, I guess, for Subaru starts and ends in this episode where he starts to review Return by Death in a really unhealthy light, yeah. where mm-hmm. he's talking about how he's. After the next day, he's fighting with Wilhelm, and is actually holding up pretty decently this time. Like, he's not just getting absolutely fucking mollywhopped. And he's just thinking about RBD in way- Return by Death in a way that's like, I can just make any problem and go away. Oh, er, grr. Also, Wilhelm, uh, like, makes a point of, like, oh, you don't want to learn anymore? Like, he can kind of tell that, like, Subaru doesn't actually want to do this train. Like, he had. He doesn't know that he's thinking of, like, how he can just die again and again, but he does, like, recognize that he isn't trying to, like, defend himself the same way. Right. Yeah, it's it's gotten to the point where Subaru is more trying to game the system than trying to improve, is how I read it. Right, he's he's safe-scumming. Yeah. Yeah. He's stalling. He's using, uh, he's using Toxapex. He's, he's, uh, he's, he's just shine floating down. He's taking a sweet fucking time. Yeah. Peach play, peach players when their parasol doesn't reach ledge, but they just let the, they just let themselves fall slowly to the, to the, to the blast zone. Yeah. So yeah, Wilhelm calls off the training and at this point, Rem calls him and it's like, Hey, we need to talk. And she felt something from Rem, something bad from the Roswell estate. Some troubling movement in the vicinity of his mansion. And this is apparently inevitable once Roswell back to half-elf, because it is the world is so racist that him backing a half-elf means that there are going to be mil- militia groups sent to his location. So fucked up. Although it's not even, like, what they Maybe expect. Maybe seals are, are con- converging on his house. <laughs> <laughs> 30 to 50 feral ho- finger hogs. <laughs> Federal agents are outside his house. <laughs> the Subaru is like, oh fuck! The moment that I leave her side, this happens. Oh, the only one who can help her is Shut me. Up. Well, we gotta go I help this, him. and it's just 
I want to kill him. <laughs> and it's fine because he'll this come is... back, so I don't actually mean it. <laughs> the way Super, the way Super, like, really, fa- I feel like Super has a really tremendous, like, fall from grace in both this last up, ep- the last episode we did and this yeah. one. And I think it's really well done. I'm just, I, I guess, I just remain impressed that they let a protagonist, that, that Tape had his protagonist, like, do this. I'm... Yeah. Like, this is such a fucking scuzzy arc for Subaru. He is in such a... He is, like... He is in a bad place mentally, but he is making some fucking shitty-ass decisions as a person. Well, just, like, deciding yeah. and, that he's the only one that can help, too. Like... Right, her only savior. That's Yeah, it's almost, it's almost as if, you know, he's in a story about some, some shithead otaku who thinks he can run a whole situation because he knows genre tropes, and maybe it just sort of turns that sort of thing on its head. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I I think that that sounds like something a good show would do and uh, this is the uh this is the fan service made show. So I mean this is a show that like if you didn't know going in you might think that, you know? You might be like, "Oh, he's a Oh, he really does think that." And it's like, "Well, he does think that and the show punishes him for it." Yeah. The show tells you that he is wrong. In the in the most un, in the most certain terms possible, they kill him. <laughs> right? Yeah, you're a dead. Lot. They kill him a lot. You're dead, son. But so Subaru is just wanting to go help Amelia, and Rem Rem tells him, "No, we you should stay here. Focus on your healing. Obey Amelia's orders." And they're, they get into a bit of a squabble, and then Cruz just silences them and is like, if you leave here, you will become my enemy. Because Subaru, Subaru's presence there and his healing at the hands of Felis was just done by contract with Amelia. Yeah. And uh, if he, <laughs> once once Subaru leaves, the protection is up, and it is fucking on site for Cruz and Amelia. She will not fucking hesitate. I was gonna say, I was like, what, are you gonna blow Amelia's fucking head off? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Kirsch's got, like, two dodgeballs in her shirt going, I won't hesitate, bitch! Jesus Christ. Pull a little fucking airsoft gun. Yeah. It's nerf for nothing, Amelia. Subaru gets fucking mad at this, like, indignant, and I... There are so many things in this episode that Subaru does that I fucking hate him to do that I also love from a story perspective. Him, like, just fucking snapping here and being like, I thought you were nice and you liked me. I was stupid to listen to you, actually. You don't want me to leave because saving Amelia will be trouble for you, don't you? And he just is seeing... Anything trying to stop him from seeing Amelia is inherently a malicious actor, no matter what it is. And it's so fucking good. Yeah, it's like other people having, like, their own goals and, like, agents saying he's mad at them for it. Right. What was that, Mark? I mean, this comes up later, so we can just get to that for, like, when Rem leaves and stuff. But yeah, like... Felis attempts one Felis attempts one last ditch effort before Subaru walks out and just basically tells him if you leave nothing will change reads him the riot act and just says please just say and we get this really fun shot that's like right behind Subaru as Felis is finishing his little speech where the camera is just shaking right before Subaru just like snaps and decides to go back to Amelia yeah I know I actually noticed that for once I was like oh my god Subaru is like shaking in rage so the fucking camera is he's like I don't want to fucking hear yep. it it's good uh felis or i don't i don't remember is it felis or Cruz who hits him with is it not true that a good man knows how to take a warning on the way out Oh, i'm not sure who says that one of them one yeah. of them hits him with that and he's like actually your you your warning is telling me why i need to go there thanks bye <laughs> 
Um, Subaru and Rem hop in the hop in the little carriage and they head off. And it's going to take them longer to get there than it did for them to return because uh, the white whale made a big stinky fart cloud on the on the route they came yeah, in on. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck is the white whale? Will I learn more about this later? And why will it? Don't kill worry, you? Just don't, circle, don't worry about okay. it. Okay, to circle back Dude, for a second, Subaru said, "Go ahead, keep screaming, shut the fuck up at me. It only makes my opinions worse." <laughs> <laughs> that basically is what he does. This episode. That's what he does. Uh, until he um, gets fucking I, destroyed <laughs> mentally. I God, I I really wish Hakuge came up. The, Hakuge the White Whale came up in again in this episode because it's like I want to talk more about how this little like tidbit is. Oh God, there's something in the next episode. Oh, that's just so good. Yeah, it's fucking weird. Like it's just a one-off thing. Like for me now, who hasn't seen the rest of the mm. show, it's like what the fuck. <laughs> Actually, this is not the first time the white whale has been mentioned. Oh, um, there's a, it, but the the first one is very missable because yeah, the first it's, one it's is fleeting. like fleeting. What's that? It's it's fleeting. It's not like a detail you'd know. Yeah, Felton, uh, Felt's Felton Rom's password for Rom's loot oh. house. It like it mentions the white whale and the something rabbit and the black serpent. Is that the third thing? Yeah, something like that. Shit. But it, it just yeah, it mentions it mentions the white whale. Mentions Hakuge. Hmm. Haku gay. Haku. Um, Haku gay is short for white gay. <laughs> oh, that's me? <laughs> um. Just throw a race in there and Ellen will be tripping over herself to give you money. Fuck. <laughs> I wish Ellen would trip over herself to give me money. Ellen DeGeneres show ended. Yeah. She died. Did, 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 did y'all see that video of Ellen DeGeneres, like, tricking a bunch of people to donate, to, like, giving her a thousand dollars? I didn't see the video, but, I, like, I heard oh, the description Yeah, of it. I heard yeah. about it. I didn't see the video. She, like, she auctioned off a purse, she auctioned off, like, a bag that she didn't end up giving away and just <gasps> fucking oh, pushed yeah. a bunch of people's money. I was like, okay, you're all donating a thousand dollars, right? She like... auctioned off the kid from the Ellen DeGeneres video. Oh, my God. So fucking funny. Someone posted, like, an article about that. Like, and it's not like people can. Be, it's like hard to be like, no, I'm not going to donate this money at this point. Cause, right, right. Because you're like, oh, you're not going to donate it. Wow, kind of fucked up of you not to want to be a philanthropist. So. But yeah, um, so they have to. So, so take yeah, Sub- Subaru and Rem set off, and Subaru is just thinking as they head off with the, this ominous yellow sunset. Like the, it, it's just. So like there are there are, the way that this show builds like such ominous lighting like <clears throat> such ominous looking skies is so phenomenal like and they just use similar like there are like other there are other sunsets in this show that look this color that have like an, a light of hope to them and there is just such a dour mood to this sunset yeah and Subaru is just thinking I can save her once I do she'll understand she must right. I can fix her. Uh, Subaru wakes up and which is when Subaru wakes up when the ground dragon has stopped because they, they the ground dragon ran out of gas uh, yeah. and it's like frothing it's, just, it's tired needs it's a nap yeah. it's like in Super Mario Sunshine when uh, Yoshi runs out of juice it just turns into a, like a fog of like colorful bubbles <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah they need to rest for the night so they have like they like stay in a little Rem needs to find a pineapple to give to the new Yoshi that sort of thing <laughs> yeah 
they yeah so they they go to a little like inn and super can't sleep and rem walks in a little bit of, in a in a cute little nighty uh she it, can't she she can't sleep she just wants to talk so this occurred to looks me like shit here this occurred to me watching it like super is just sleeping in his tracksuit like he always does and rem like bothered to pack pajamas yeah this <laughs> i don't think super does super own other clothes besides the butler suit like, and the tracksuit like you'd think he'd at least have like picked something else up he's just, like he's spent all day in those clothes this dude isn't even gonna like take his pants off and wear boxers he's just wearing like the whole tracksuit <laughs> like god yeah but Subaru and Rem just talk a little bit, and he's just like he's blustering about when I get back there, we'll, I'll fix things. He he loves to tell girls that on things that he cannot follow up on he, in this timeline. He loves to make promises sure that he knows that he will have to die a couple of times to keep. I slaughtered them like animals, not only the men but the women and children too. Well, that's what pedal. That's what that's what pedal goose did. Well, that's what Anakin did. That's that that also yeah. <laughs> Stupid. Subaru, uh, uh, Rem gives Subaru a cute little smile and he blushes and turns away and she leans on his back and does the magic thing that we saw Felis doing in the cutaway where she's just healing his gait a little bit. Yeah. And Subaru says, oh, damn, Amelia's going to be pretty angry at me at first, huh? And Rem responds that, you know, if you take the time to properly face her and communicate how you, you feel, I'm sure she'll understand. <laughs> Uh, she calls him a wonderful person, yeah. and Subaru responds, I am? Yeah, I am. Amelia is hopeless without me, because I I care about you. Yeah. <laughs> he falls the fuck to sleep, and, like, it's <clears throat> implied that Rem did something with, uh, when she was, like, healing his gate, because, you know, she was saying, like, Leave that for me, like leave yeah. Save a little bit of that for me too. Yeah, as like yeah. he was falling asleep, and he, you know, there's a little bit of a parallel here to the start of the season, which I guess would have been last episode, <clears throat> where like the last thing she says before it fades out and cuts to the next morning is her saying, "Don't go anywhere, okay, Subaru?" Yeah. And bit of par- bit of a parallel for Amelia instructing him to do the same. Kind mm, of a parallel yeah. with him laying on her legs too, like he did to Amelia. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. He wakes up in a start and is the next morning he wakes up in a start and is like, Oh fuck, no, we overslept, but Rem is already gone by then. Uh no, you Rem is left overnight. He's home and, alone. Yeah. Uh, he's so mad he, he a, like is like threatening grabs the inn yeah. manager by the collar. Yeah, he's threatening the inn man. Um and eventually, like, he, he gets his stuff, but, like, there's a letter with it, like, from Rem, and he, like, opens mm-hmm. it, and he, like, is just, like, you can see, like, in his eyes, he's, like, no! And, like, kind of cripples the edges a little bit, because he's gripping it so hard, and then we hear, like, yeah. the the over... We hear, like, her voiceover. Yeah, the, let- the letter's basically, sorry, dude, I can't bring you to the mansion. It would be dangerous. And there's another another parallel, mo- another parallel, well, not a parallel, I guess, themes, maybe? I'm not sure. The show is themes? Super Damn. Super, Super, like, yeah, Super grips the letter like fucking Arthur getting ready to punch DW and says to himself something along the lines of, I thought you would understand me, remembering Amelia, like, saying, you, the girl, the woman in your head understands you perfectly. And, like, it's that. He literally just yeah. found... He transplanted his, his desire for a wife who understands him perfectly onto her. Yeah. Like, and it's not even like, it sucks because, like, 
he doesn't even fully focus on her either. Like, because he's still, like, thinking about Amelia. Like, not that I think he should, but it's like, damn. (laughs) You're, she's just, like, some, I don't know, some second choice. It's kind of like that bit in, um, towards the end of, like, End of Evangelion, where, like, Asuka tells Shinji, like, no, you're only reaching out to me because, like, reaching out to anyone else would be too inconvenient at this point. Yeah, that's, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> the convenience of Rem is that's sad. <laughs> but it, Yeah, it's 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 his backup option. He's like, oh girl girl here, girl care girl oh girl, love girl. But it's also yeah. she, not, not that he doesn't have a not that he doesn't have an emotional connection yeah. with Rem, but like he's very clearly just like turning to her as a backup, basically. Yeah. Which uh I I wonder if that will be discussed further moving forward. Oh no. I'm eating cereal and saying no it won't. <laughs> Oh yeah. no! <laughs> Food for thought. Anyway, that's worrying. I mean, not surprising, but worrying because of how this episode. Uh, well, yeah. Anyway, doesn't matter. We while, while this while the voiceover of uh, of Rem's letter is happening, we see Subaru like running around town trying to find someone who will ship him to wherever the fuck he wants to go, and we <laughs> get he gets to Otto, our fucking boy Otto, my. Perfect fucking son. I assume he comes Otto, up later. Just like a normal guy with gray hair and a funny green outfit. I he's love not this important. Bo- I, I love this guy so. I'm sorry. I'm 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 showing my hand by 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 showing that he is an importance character. But I. I fucking mean, you love can kind of tell. No, he's small potatoes. He's not important, and he never will you be. You can kind of tell he's important, not just because of like the white hair or anything, but more just because he like we actually hear inside his head, and that doesn't really happen with like side characters where like. We get, like, glimpses of, like, how he's feeling and how, like, wow, I've gotten into trouble by, like, helping the Subaru guy out fucked up. And, like, you don't really yeah. get yeah. that with side character so much. Even if he was just, like, like you can't really just uh, brush that off as, like, oh, he's just a funny fantasy guy who looks like that. Yeah. I'm so excited to get more auto. <laughs> like, he, he, has a couple of, he has a couple of moments in this season, but his season two stuff is mm. so fucking good. Oh, I wanted to say also, like... When we were talking about, like, bad actors, like, Subaru assuming people are bad actors and stuff, he even is, like, I was saying he even, like, assumes, like, Rem's being a bad actor because he's, like... Right, he's like, oh, you think, you think I'm also, you also think I'm a useless good yeah. for nothing? And huh? it's like, you think I'm a piece no, of shit? No, she wants to protect you, asshole. If you don't trust me, then why should I depend on you? Is the thing that he says as, like, we got another phenomenal, like, awful malicious sky that is just, like... We fade out on this blood red sky as Otto and Subaru go into the forest deeper. <clears throat> um, Subaru wakes. Subaru passes out and then wakes up to the to Otto's ground dragon slamming on the brakes outside of Roswell Manor. Well, not outside of Roswell Manor. Outside of like the Roswell outside estate. Of Arlem, yeah, it's not the village. Like yeah, before the it's like just outside of the village. It's on. The, it takes him like a full day. It takes him like more or less a full day of walking to get to Roswell Manor, right? From where they are, something yeah. like that. He, or like a full. It takes him a while for sure. He is tired yeah. after, but yeah, for sure. Uh, Gartrump is really freaked out, and Subaru is like, "All right, uh, you take all my money and also all my stuff. I'll go the rest of the way on foot." Otto tries to stop him, and Subaru's just, "No, bro, I gotta get in here myself." I gotta. And Subaru, like, he gets a bit deeper into the woods, and it's just like dead silent. It's and creepy. suddenly, Subaru's face to face with a guy. Just kidding. There's twenty guys. They're all wearing hoods, and they bow to him, and then they disappear. They all circle him, and then disappear. Yeah, and it's yeah. like you might recognize, like, 
it's okay if you don't, because they definitely make it clear later, but, like, you might recognize them as these hooded cre- these hooded beings that attacked the village of Rem and Ram. Yeah, yeah the Rem and Ram's little village. <sighs> the, sorry? They're the IRS. You might recognize them the as IRS? the IRS, trying to steal his... Yeah, they're here to make the village pay their back taxes. God. What am I? What am I missing here? What's the? Because <laughs> you know, there are people from the government who's like, ah, uh, you know, you did, you you did like bad financial stuff. The IRS is coming to, uh... to kill you. Yeah. The IRS is okay. I just got... <laughs> sorry. I just, I just kind of assumed there was something no. referential I was missing out on. No, that, that like you know. That's what that is. What the the IRS does send contractual contractual like does contract killers out to people. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. That is what they do. Yeah. Trust me, I'm an ANCAP. I know exactly what they do and how they have wronged me. Um, so Subaru continues. Subaru continues forward and makes it to the village. But on the way, he's well. Subaru like he he keeps walking and remembers all the people who tried to steer him away from this. Like he remembers Felis and Krush and Amelia and. Day breaks on his way. Day breaks on his way, and there is a fucking huge plume of smoke on, coming from the city as soon as he like re- as soon as he reaches a place where he can see the town, the little village. Um, and I love the way the scene is composed. So the way that the scene happens is super like walks into the village and he like, he opens a door to someone's house and we see someone like, we see like someone sitting at a table just from the back. It's like a, the house is dark you can't see inside of it. Bare- you can barely see the silhouette of this person sitting at the table and like you see like uh, a dagger sticking up from the ground. Like, but like where the dagger is actually, where the, like you just see like the, the, the back, the bottom half of the dagger as though it's like stuck in something. And like, you just see a handful of things. You like super tries to open another door and it's just like, it's, it's something is holding it shut. <clears throat> and then after like a 30 or so seconds of that, Subaru steps backward and trips over a corpse, gets his hands covered in blood. And then like, we get little flashes back of like, the guy at the table, the guy sitting at the table in the house was dead. There was a corpse blocking the door. The dagger was sticking out of like a child. I just think it's really a really cool composed scene. Yeah, it, it's it's well done. Yeah, it feels like he yeah. didn't register fully um, what he was seeing in no, the houses yeah, until banger, he like tripped over. Fucking the guy. banger track. Yeah, banger track. And also, this is a real great reminder of like, hey, I hope you've been enjoying the royal selection. Remember when this show used to be about horror? Remember when the show mm-hmm. was about people dying a lot? Well, here you go. Remember when the show was about people exploding into sprays of blood? Here you go. Everyone's... Hope you love Everyone's it. Everyone's dead. Uh, and he, he's like, uh, he's like, oh, Rem, what happened to, to Rem? And he stumbles towards Roswell Manor, and we, the, the manor, as soon as he finds it, like, the manor is bathed in, like, the only way I can describe the light that it's bathed in is, like, Amelia-esque it's like, in terms of color. It's, like, really yeah. weird because it's very much daytime. And because he's out of the yeah. forest, it's very clear how much daytime it is. And there's just mm-hmm. a dead Rem corpse on the lawn. Yep. And then we get the, we get the last we get the voiceover of uh, we get the voiceover of the last part of Rem's letter. It's the, please wait here for me to return. I'll come back for you. Please take care of yourself. Please wait for my return. Please from your Rem. And yeah, we get Rem's corpse. And that's that first episode, the sickness called despair. I'm despairing. That's pretty sickening. Not gonna lie. Pretty gross. Good God! What a, what a fucking good episode. Oh God! It's yeah. just also. I, I'm sure the next one will be like much more normal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
and they're like, we, like we hear like as it cuts to as it cuts to the title card, we hear like the sound continuing. We just get like some little like shallow sobs from Subaru, just still processing dead Rem. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, the, like, we we cut back from the title card, and there's a bunch of witch cultists who got absolutely sawed in half by Rem before they took her out. <laughs> um. We also see that uh, all the kids in the village have been assembled into a corpse pile, like the end of Inside. Um. Yeah. And this makes super puke. All but one, yeah. because one is with Ram. Yep. Yep. Yeah, we'll we'll get to that. Uh, Super remembers what he said about uh, early, early in the episode. Be like, "Oh, I can make any problem disappear." And he's like, "No, I, I didn't want this. Not like this. Oh, ooh, oh, oh, the consequences of my actions. No." Him sewing. I've been. S- I. <laughs> me sewing. Haha, <laughs> Yes. Me reaping. Fuck. No. <laughs> me reaping. <laughs> Sobs. It's actually very like tough to look at but like looking back i'm just like ha 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 fuck you yeah i've seen i've seen these episodes like four or five times now like this scene is still this scene still fucking hits like yeah i think i think anytime something engages with like loops like this it it has to first of all like the 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 most important thing is to make it so it does not trivialize the deaths of non-looping characters which, yeah. like, I feel like can happen in a poorly told story where it's just like, oh, that character, they die, but it doesn't matter because they'll, you know, when we die, they'll come back. And I think the show does that, but I think it also does the other important thing, which is, like, I'm seeing these characters die multiple times through one iteration. And I've seen the show a couple of times now, and it is still really emotionally affecting every single time one of them bites it like that. That's what, yeah. I think that was one thing I was, like, a little worried about. I was like, okay, well, obviously this dude can come back, but, like, how cheap is life going to be because of that? And, like, it's, it's not really not. And like Subaru is one of the Subaru is one of the most emotionally tra- is one of the most emotionally traumatized characters in fiction, I think. Yeah. Yeah, probably. It's it's like it's a rare anime that like actually grapples with the consequences of like, oh, if you come back when you die, you still have the trauma of dying. Cause yeah. I yeah. feel like that's... It's like they're not just wishing him back with the Dragon Balls after he goes down snake way to train with King Kai. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's also, like, you have to do it all over again, you know? And you have to, like, and see if you can prevent it, if it's possible. If it's not, is there something I can do next time? Like, that's, yeah. But, yeah, he's, like, dejectedly wandering around the manor just being like, someone, someone someone and i don't know i i, I still am a, i don't know what is your take on this is him is he just like looking for someone yeah. to be there or is he looking for someone to just fucking kill him? i was lo- thinking that he was looking for to see if someone was like alive still whether that is alive to talk to or to kill him it's like he's just looking for is, anyone here who is not a bloody the thing corpse. is <laughs> That that is true. I think that I, I might be putting too much into the word choice they used in the translation, but I think if you if that 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 would be more of an anyone to mm. me than someone. Like I, I don't know. To me, this this scene I think straddles. A, to me, this seems a little bit like him wishing he was dead and wishing someone would just fucking kill him. I'm actually right. curious about like if there's any like implication there in the dub with that. If that's anything that you could even read into that. I didn't really catch like anything more definitive okay. than that, but like yeah. I don't know. I th- I just I don't know. I just sort of like broadly read it as him like looking for closure of some kind, whether that was like of like yeah, death. like what happened, who did this, yeah, what 
Why huh? is this senseless um, violence happening? Is kind of yeah. And yeah. also, can I but yeah, he, restart? He, can anything happen that isn't just me looking at all these people dead that I yeah care about? Yeah. So yeah, he finds his way into the dead silent manor, and everything is spotless and empty. And he finds Ram and Petra dead in an embrace because Ram died protecting Petra, and then Petra died anyways uh, because her eyes got f- really fucked up. And the first thing Subaru says when he sees these two corpses is, oh, it's not my fault. I was like, no one thought it was. <laughs> quote from quote from a guy who definitely 100% thinks that it is his fault. Yeah. 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 I mean, like, and don't get me wrong. Subaru is, bl- Subaru is worthy of blame for a lot of things. But the massacre at Roswell Manor, I'm pretty sure he's in the clear on this the one. The only yeah. thing, the only thing, and like, I don't even know if you can actually claim this, but the only thing he might be able, if he needs, like, something like that to, like, be... Cling to? Uh, to point to is, like, maybe that Rem also got caught up in it. Obviously, that doesn't end up being true later when he cycles again, but he could maybe be like, well, if I didn't do all this, then at least she would be alive. And it's like, well, okay, but everyone else is dead. But, like, people are going to find he's got to blame himself because he doesn't have anyone else to blame. It's, it, it's the it sign is. of a guilty yeah. mind. He doesn't, he doesn't have yeah. anything else. He, like, he's not saying it's not... There's no one he's saying it's not my fault to. He's just... He's saying yeah. it to himself. Like, he is just, like... And I do... I, I, do, I, I, I believe it. it is not his fault. I believe it's not his fault. I don't think he believes yeah. it's not his fault. Which I think is a really good little moment. God, fucking... Yeah, I fucking I, I hate Subaru in these episodes. I, think, I fucking love Subaru in these episodes. Not to get psychoanalytical here, but it feels a little bit like a, like a transposition of like him knowing that the path he has led thus far is wrong, and like just sort of like transposing that yeah. guilt onto this particular thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's so fucking good. But yeah, he see so he's marching around the manor and he sees Amelia's little flower from the girl in the first episode and also finds her hair flower and is he follows like a trail of blood to like a, a hidden bookcase. He pulls on a wall sconce and the bookcase revolves and sends him into the um he like it's he like starts shivering, which I didn't notice the first like four times I watched this episode. Um <clears throat> sorry. He he finds like a, a hidden passage behind a bookcase. He does not pull on yeah. a wall sconce. I just want to be clear about what is and is not because ha- that just sounded like well, a, that, that entire thing sounded like a joke a little bit. Of, the degree of Scooby Doo that's going on here. Yeah, it is a it's, it's a, 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 a secret lab he does that, go where he finds the controls that have been guiding the monster thus far. He Yeah. Yep, he sees that. Yeah, he's a little Shiba Inu in charge of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a thought occurs to him, and he has to go on Reddit to post Scooby Doo tops that people are the real monsters. <laughs> Scrappy Doo says, "Scrappy Doo says, scrow." You know, typical typical anime fare. Mm-hmm. When you said Shiba Inu, I thought you were referencing Undertale. I would no. I I was I were, wait. Is there a Shiba Inu that controls everything in Undertale? No, I was thinking of Toby Fox's little like doggy. Okay, no, I, I'm referencing the one of the joke endings of Silent Hill Two. Um... <clears throat> I was referencing Scooby Doo 2002 film. I, yeah, I knew that. <laughs> I got that part at least. What? What? what wait, wait, wait. Was there just a movie? Was there just? Was there just a Scooby? Oh, you were referencing live-action Scooby Doo movies. I was thinking, yeah, with I was Matthew thinking, Lillard yeah, and yeah, Freddie yeah. Prince Jr. Yeah, I was trying Linda to think Carlini. what fucking what fucking anim what fucking animated Scooby Doo movie was just called Scooby Doo? Because the first animated movie was Scooby Doo on Zombie know. Island, if I remember correctly. <laughs> was was that the first movie? 
It was one of the first. I know it was like, pretty. Some of the first, on. like it, I never found out what was up with that one because, like, that one scared me. Because like, I think zombies were just real. real. Yeah, because like the the commercial said like zombies are real, and I think like I was like seven or six like years old at the time, and I think I threw up, and then my parents were like, "Okay, you're not watching this anymore." Yeah, they were just real. That's just <laughs> the thing. <laughs> That's so cute. What? I'm sorry. Just I thought you were calling the zombies names. cute. <laughs> No, just just baby Neve puking from a commercial. <laughs> just be like, okay, no, not, not for you, honey. Not for you. We got like five minutes into the into the movie, and then like it was unrelated to anything else. But like, I had upset stomach a little bit. I was huge in Scooby Doo back then. Big, big. You were a big do head as the as the yeah. people in the forums call you. I remember getting like glow in the dark crayons and a Scooby Doo coloring book for Christmas oh, that year. Yeah. And like, I, I, I just seen... flipped out about that. I wore the fucking Scooby-Doo and the Cyber Chase VHS we stole from a mom-and-pop VHS store. Like, I wore that tape out. Oh, let's go. Yeah. I feel like that's the one I've we seen also, the most. We, we also... It's the Cyber Chase one. Other VHS... Other VHS tapes that we took... That we never returned to that mom-and-pop VHS store included uh, a Bill Nye episode... A, a Bill Nye tape, which I believe was about inertia or something like that. And uh, MVP2, Most Vertical Primate. Let's go! Not even the... The sequel to MVP, Most Valuable Primate, the movie about the monkey that can play hockey. Yeah, I was like, not even the first I feel like I'm watching Disney Channel commercials in, like, 2002. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Next, we're gonna see a commercial for the 13th year. No. Ooh, Luck of the Irish is on in about an hour. Y'all wanna stick around for that? (laughs) Uh, so, so, yeah, so Subaru goes into the Scooby-Doo hall, and I, th- this always, conf- this always confused me, because it's like, there, it's like this glowing, it's like made out of a glowing blue stone, and later in season two, we see another place that is made out of, like, similar, but not quite the same materials, right, Neve? Yeah, I think so. Like, I, I can't tell if this is just supposed to be, like, really fucking cold, or if it's, like, this is, like, just luminescent hallway, or I don't, I, I'm not entirely sure what's going on with well, this. Well, it's, it's definitely cold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, at the very least, yeah. It's a... It's... But, like, I don't know if this is supposed to, like, in, I don't know if this is supposed to, like, represent how cold it is, or if it's just, like, you know, luminescent magic lighting this hallway, which, honestly, now that I say it out loud, that's probably what it is, because the scene is very brightly lit. Mm, it's the frozen cellar where I keep my treats. <laughs> what treats what treats does Roswell keep in his frozen cellar? Uh... <laughs> Roswell is absolutely going up to the the ice cream truck. Can I have four or five more of these little blonde bitches? <laughs> <laughs> um I was thinking I was like unfortunately the first thing I thought of was uh ice cold dildo, but you know, it's fine. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't know why that's the first thing I thought of. I'm very uncomfortable with that being... Is, is, is that a thing? I'm sure someone has tried to make a dildo out of ice, yes. I'm sure that it's happened. I don't know how successful... Like, oh, I, can't, I can't get off of this until, unless it's, like, freezing cold. Okay, so you're, so you're not... So, <laughs> I want so, my pussy stuck so you're to not this, familiar, like that scene in the Christmas story. You're not familiar <laughs> with the phenomenon of people putting an ice cube up their ass and letting it melt for sexual pleasure. That's a different that's thing, different. though. That's so that's... much less mass. Yeah. It's smaller. It's a lot smaller. It will melt well, a lot it's, it's faster. It's not like your partner's going, like, I triple dog Daria, and then you get you, you put the frozen pole <laughs> in your schnooze. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> and then like a teacher has to come and help you get it out. God. Uh... Oh <sighs> God. Anyway, I like. <laughs> so so speaking so speaking of frozen horrors that uh, await us. Subaru tries to grab the door handle that's on the other end of this corridor after he walks through it, and uh, he, his hand hurts. Oh, oof, ouch, the frostbite! But the frostbite bit it his fingers clean his off, because he opens his hands, and there is... his He is missing three fingers. He, he's just fully detached. <laughs> he has yep. second to realize what happened. I was like, oh, his fingers are stuck to the door still. <laughs> oh, his luck! L- oh no, his l- luck! It's on the door! <laughs> I was just about to say that! Um, but this... God, this next scene... Fu- like... Oh, this fucks me up so bad. He like he like stumbles backwards and falls over, but like there's a crack sound, and then we realize we it reveals that like his leg just froze at the knee and just like split. Yeah, like his leg just cut. His leg just yeah. came off. His leg from the knee down just and came he's like, off. I've had days like that. <laughs> and he's like staring up at one of the cultists that got like super frozen, and he just gets like frozen like that. Yeah, it cut, it cut, like, we, we see, like, Subaru, like, looks up, and it cuts to a shot of a frozen cultist, and then it cuts back to Subaru, who is, like, uh, just encased in ice, and is not moving anymore. He's, he's dead. His face And snaps. we hear a voice. He's frozen out there, and we're out here. And now, he's the sheriff, and, uh, <laughs> and he's too late. Because, <laughs> yeah, a, a voice, com- a voice comes over and says, you're too late, and a chunk of his face falls Fuck off. Morg, did you... More, did you did you pick up who this was the the the, the, the thing was whoever was responsible for this this freezing moment? Did I pick up on it? Did you? Yeah. Did you? This is a known. This is a known um, entity. I guess I might be. I might be revealing too much. I, I might be revealing. I like something. vaguely remember maybe like part of Amelia and Puck's like pact or something having to do with like how if she gets like protected or something it like makes everything super cold like i don't know i don't know i might be making this up <laughs> i don't know <laughs> that give that that give up the guy smelling an ass again correct <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was like i think it puck did this but i don't know like yeah this is it, it's it's kind of it's a quasi reveal later in the season but also you can sleuth it out if you're doing as close a watch as we yeah, are and i if I you've think, seen it before yeah. and like that as well, yes. But I haven't, right? Um, I, I mean, and I still I'll, kinda... I'll be honest, like, watching it for the second time today, I was like, okay, this is super obvious. But yeah. I, I, I didn't know if that was just because I'd seen it before. The reason I, like... I mean, the thing that, the thing that, the thing that makes it super obvious is very much, like, Puck referring to his daughter. Like, who else has referred to daughter? Like, he has referred to Amelia as his daughter prior, right? That's right. Puck's playing child support. Um, oh. but yeah, that, so yeah, Puck, Puck did, the, Puck made, Puck made, uh, Puck made Roswell Manor into Freeze Easy Peak. Wait! <laughs> Is that him at the end, too? Oh, yeah. Oh my god, I, <laughs> I thought it was a dog! No! <laughs> it doesn't really look much like a cat, no. to be fair to you, it does not <laughs> look like a like, cat. like, what is this giant wolf at the end talking about? <laughs> it, they could have made, they could have made it look a little, it, Maybe they wanted to keep it under their hat. I understand, and making it just like too much like a cat is way too oh obvious. My God. But yeah, it doesn't look very much like a cat. Is the thing that's why yeah. I was so like tentative in the back because I was like, yes, I remember vaguely them talking about like the pact and how like Puck reacts to like protecting Amelia and everything like that. But 
I would have only clocked that for this first one, and then the second one with the giant, what I thought was a dog, I was like, oh, this is just, like, something with the witch, maybe. I don't know. Fuck me. The witch is talking to me and is a big dog now and calling me, calling someone their <laughs> the daughter. A- I don't know. <laughs> I was so confused. Yeah, it's, I'm pre- I'm almost certain it's the same voice actor. It's just hard to tell because, like, they do a very, like, playful voice for right. regular Puck, and this is a very, like, somber, like... Yeah. Like, this is, this is, I guess, going into stuff that, um, Frozen Bonds would cover, but, like, this is, like, uh, I, I actually won't go into that. That, that's, 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 that's showing too much, I think, to talk about that. But, yeah, it's fucking, ugh, it's, yeah, it's Puck. Puck did freeze Puck... Puck made Freeze Easy Peach. No, that's, like, extremely, like, makes total sense. And, like, I just didn't know. Yeah, Super, super Freezes <laughs> super freezes to death and we just hear... <laughs> I just didn't know that the second Don't time was Don't talk to me or my son part. ever again. Yeah, yeah. Thing, you, you thought it was two different freezing instances? I know that doesn't really make sense. <laughs> sorry, sorry, that, that sounded that sounded really mean. I've definitely had similar thoughts like that, where I just like come to one conclusion and then come to a different conclusion and never connect the dots that like the two conclusions are possibly related. It was such an extreme version in the second loop that I wasn't sure if it was like related or not. Right, because because the, 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 this all happening in the corridor does make it seem yes, localized, exactly. right? This does make yes. it seem like this is only happening in here, the super is being frozen yes. to death, and all the cultists are frozen in here, and they're the yes, sheriff. Yes, exactly, exactly. This is a lot more localized <laughs> looking. Yeah, localized in... <laughs> localized entirely within a <laughs> manner. Localized entirely in your, in your secret case? <laughs> May I see it? Yes. Uh, yes, Sleep. but you will die. <laughs> Sleep with my daughter. <laughs> Uh, Subaru wakes up after, after like a whole fucking chunk of his face comes off. Subaru wakes up. Uh Oh, reset. Return by, return by death. Uh, we're back at the Appa stand. This is just after Subaru returned his free sloppy for the, from the Appa man's racism. He He got it for store credit. Loves to just, his return by death loves to just drop him off at the Appa stand, huh? It's really funny. (laughs) It's like, here you go. I, uh, honestly, like if, if in like, I don't know, season eight. Season twelve of the animates, like the Apple Man is like, I have been, I have been the witch of Henry this whole time. I have cast this return by death upon you. That'd be really That'd be great. funny. That'd be pretty good. That's my new uh, conspiracy theory. Um. But yeah, so Super wakes up. Super wakes up, and his face is just abject despair. Like it is after the last episode. You really. <laughs> I, I in the Discord. I referred to this as a bit of a Theon moment, where mm. you spend the first what like. Most of the first, all of the first book and most of the second book of A Song of Ice and Fire, thinking, "Wow, this this Theon guy kind of fucking sucks." I I really just wanted to get what's coming to him, and then, and then uh, George R. R. Martin looks you dead in the eye and says, "Yeah, promise you promise." <laughs> you won't be able to go back on this later. Remember, you, you want <laughs> this is you want what's coming to him. Well, here's what's coming to him: lots of trauma misery. and misery. Subaru's name just- has been changed to Reek. <laughs> I don't understand this reference. I'm sorry. Uh, it's all right. You, you, a song of Game of Thrones. It's fine. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Uh, I'm trying to think. Of, I'm trying to think of a character that like experiences a similar thing and a thing that you have seen. More. I have not um, seen enough things. 
Yeah, just like a moment of like, I don't know, like a character that you fucking hate and you're like, oh, yes, this guy's finally going to get what's coming to him. And then it's just like way worse than any human should yeah, have to endure. Course. That's like kind of what makes you end up liking, like, that's what makes a good, like, a lot of times a good redemption character kind of thing is like, oh, yeah, they sucked a yeah. lot. But, oh, something sucks even more that happened to them. and Something happened to make them a little more sympathetic. Yeah. And some of some the recontextualize the harm that they may have done it's to just, others. Yeah. It doesn't do that. That doesn't, doesn't happen for Subaru yet. He will He will at some point realize the harm he's it's done to just, others. It's just, like, funny that this is happening to the protagonist. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's, it's a tremendous work from like, Tape. I feel like Theon is not... I mean, I don't know. I know there's not just one protagonist in Game of Thrones. Whatever. But... I feel like being uh, there's yeah, one Theon, protagonist. Theon is a POV. Theon is a POV from chapter two, from book two okay, onwards. Okay, okay. There's only one protagonist, and it's uh, John. It's Nedard Stark. It's Nedard Stoink. Yep. <laughs> it's really it's you know it's really masterful how George R. R. Martin manages to tell the entire story from a, this, the point of view of a decapitated head after that first book. But you know, man's pretty good at it. <laughs> yeah, you know, it becomes very like sort of avant garde. You know. Yeah. Oh. The so yeah, Subaru is in the fucking. He is just having a really bad time, and he like Rem gets his attention, and he gives her a huge hug, and starts laughing and sobbing, and he is he is he is basically catatonic for a majority of He's this loop. So dissociated, <laughs> like my god, just like blank, just like blank stare, arms at his side, just like not even fucking paying attention, just like I was like oh. Wow. It's this... Eddie it's Eddie's Caldrogo impression. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Subaru is like completely dissociated and later that night, Felix, Krush, and Rem are looking over him and they can't find a single thing wrong with him, like physically, magically, nothing weird, but Rem, the only thing they can note is that Rem thinks that he stinks a little bit more He's than before. From the witch's miasma. He's stinky. It's oh. interesting that the, uh, f- the witch's miasma doesn't show up as any kind of like magic or like it doesn't show up as like a a cloud above uh, Subaru's head I think isn't there yeah yeah I think like there's like an aura of some variety that Subaru himself can't see and it's like it it is both like uh, there is a visual component I think but it's mostly represent it's mostly referred to by smell I just mean like they don't clock it as like this is some kind of curse that's on him yeah, it's well, yeah, because they can't tie right. to anything really. They just like they he just smell. I get no, he literally does. It is it. it yeah. There is visual yeah. representations of it, but it is entirely a smell thing because, like, you know, when he and when he in the in the last arc when he uh, like shouted like, "Oh, I can return by death!" to like to make the to make the witch hand come out mm-hmm. briefly and I uh, I. Like to so, get the yeah, dog's yeah. attention, like all the dogs just smelled the the stink yeah. of the witch. But anyways, yeah. this is getting into some antics about things that really don't matter all that much. I don't think that's that's in reference to the things I've been saying. To be clear, not to not that your question was dumb. <laughs> um. So yeah, the next morning, Rem and Subaru leave, and Subaru gives like the t- like we see this. It's a much wider. Sh- it's a wide shot that closes in, but like. In the wide shot, we just see Subaru do this, like, we, we see Subaru bowing to say goodbye, but it's, like, the tiniest of, like, five-degree bend in the waist to, for the bow. He's, he's not doing Rem good. Rem does, like, no. all of the talking. She's just like, yeah, yeah, 
Um, I'm gonna try to take him to Amelia because he keeps muttering like my name, Amelia's name, Ram's name, um, under his breath. I'm hoping that like makes him snap out of whatever's happening because they're you know not sure still. But um, I don't know. Did does this mean they fixed his gate enough to let him go, or are they just being like, oh, he's too fucked up, he needs to leave? <laughs> Yeah, I, I think I, th- I think this is them sending him to the seaside for his health. Like he's a like he's a poor Victorian woman. So okay, because this is <laughs> well, a wealthy Victorian woman. Oh, poor, poor Transmas Subaru has a wandering womb. Fuck. <laughs> he he has hysteria. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So, Cruz asked before she before they leave, she asked, how can you give so much of yourself to him? He's not your servant, but you give him glances that a woman gives a man. And Remember just responds, it's because Subaru is special. Um, before they leave, Felis says, if Subaru recovers, I'll tease him to the maximum. He does, like, little, like, ropey his, fingers, which I think is... squishy hands. Yay. <laughs> he, do, he does the gif. Mm. Yeah, the mm. gif. I fucking love Felis. He's so good. He's just a gay little He's boy. So <laughs> what the fuck? Gay little cat. What the fuck? Gay little cat. Um, yeah, so Subaru looks like shit. They roll out of there again with that ominous yellow sunset glow. And Rem was like, uh, Rem, we, <clears throat> we get like a little thing of Rem settling down for the night, like making a little campfire and is just talking to herself about things that are, she was happy to have him to herself. She can't do that at the mansion because he's obsessed with Amelia. I know I heard you fought with Amelia and I'm sorry, but I know you'll be all right though, because you're always demonically inspired. And that line makes me. I was crying. It's such a it's such a sweet little like scene. Like her talking to herself yeah. and talking. She was like, "I feel bad about saying that I'm keeping you awake, but I I I want to have, have time with you, and you're not distracted." Huh? Like, oh, huh? Uh, <laughs> what? This is not any. This is not anything from Morg. I'm gonna speak obliquely so as not to spoil what anything. But like, bit of a Neve, bit of a parallel here for some season two stuff. A little bit. Yeah, a little bit, huh? Yeah. Um, Interesting. Morg, we'll, we'll get there. Don't worry. Don't don't no, don't worry. Everything is uh, fine. When uh, Bertram's gone off to college, we'll have fi- we'll have time to re- review season two. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so the next morning, uh, they're riding their carriage, and they're riding in their carriage, and Rem is just talking to herself about, oh, it's too quiet, uh, and she starts like get, she gets like a fucking like it looks like a like a very powerful psychic blast hits her, and she just doubles over and is like, fuck. Oh god, it's got a really bad signal from Ram. Oh, that's not good. That's not good. And then um the ground dragon that's pulling their carriage the head just flies off. Its head, its head just, just does that. that. I'm saluting. <laughs> I'm I, salute to the ground that dragon. Poor ground dragon. Sal- salute f- saluting Flygon. That poor that poor Flygon. <laughs> that poor Garchomp. Um Oh, Zygarde. Oh, if it was a wormy. Um Oh no, Zygarde worm. Uh, everything so tips they're, over they're so- and like is like flying everywhere, yep. and it's, it's fucking chaos. And there's all these uh, fucking cultists around, and like we even get like confirmation at this point if you like didn't recognize them because Rem's like, oh shit, the cultists are here, and they're fucking with me again. 
and yeah, they uh, got the pointy hats, which you know they look. People are always up to no they good. They look like fucking like Ku Klux Klan members for sure. They do. They do. They're Catholics. They're Akatsuki by way of by way of the KKK. Yeah. 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 Um, but one of the witches cultists tries to touch Subaru and like, they just explode into a fucking pool of blood because Rem has her horn out and is going sicko mode. Um, she, one of the mages fires a fire blast at her and she like explodes her arm to cast Huma as Huma to save her. And it's like, her arm looks like, like her, her sleeve has like exploded off and her arm looks like, um, Nave, you, you've experienced some Yu Yu Hakusho, right? Yeah. You, you, are you familiar with when Hiei uses the black dragon in the dark tournament and how his arm looks after that? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the, that's the point of reference that I'm pulling at. Rem with her arm fucking, like, blasted. I mean, a more contemporary reference is... Rem. A more contemporary reference is just what Deku's arm looks like after he uses one for all poorly in Hero Academia. So but, I, I, I've actually been out watching to- Tokyo Ghoul lately, and uh, there, there's some stuff in there that reminds me of that imagery-wise. Have you just been, like, committing to the bit of making your... Making your Discord AV the Tokyo Ghoul no, guy? No, it's the only thing Kara and I could agree on. Because <laughs> <laughs> she didn't like Moriarty the Patriot, and I didn't really care for a case study of Anatus. That's that's a shame. You should you should watch Fate. We I don't know. I don't know if she's ready for that. <laughs> Do you know if you're ready for Fate? I don't know if I'm ready uh, I, I mean, like, I'm ready for anything, you know? One of you fuckers is going to get into Fate before this year is up by my oh, hand. No, that's... Yeah, more like State Fae Awake, am I right? Damn, so true. I got. I, I gotta read that. That visual novel is like. I re- I really want to talk into that visual novel. I mean, I'm in the middle of uh, Higurashi and AI Somnium Files right now, and Umineko is definitely my be- my next big project. But you but know, man, I kind of want to. St- I kind of want to stay some night. Like I already know the story of Fate Stay Night. Like I've seen the anime, and I I, I was I've seen Unlimited Blade Works specifically, and um I really like that story, and I want to read the visual novel. Um Archer, my beloved, you want to play that arrow game. Yeah, I definitely want to read the horny ass shit in that era. The really, really well, the the famously well written porn in that era, gay. <laughs> it's weird that it started as an era. Um, I it's it's such a fun little quirk of it's such a fun little quirk of it. I really like that it started as that, and it's just kind of like, well, this porn's not really good. This porn's not really well written, but the story is great. So you know what? We'll run with this. It's spun out from a meet and fuck game, <laughs> right? The- it's like you know what these sex scenes aren't really doing it's like, it for it's me. Like, it's like if it's like if you found out like I don't know like Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning was like originally like from Meat and Fuck Kingdom. Man, I think more games should spin off from horny games. <laughs> this is true. They should make a game based on. Um... I'm racking my brain for a horny thing <laughs> for like a horny game. I, I can't think of horny Sim games girls. either. I'm too pure. Uh, I'm too, um, celibate. Um. That's true. That That's very true. <laughs> the deep lore of the Honey Pop anime. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Neve, for coming through in the clutch. Listen. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so one of the witch cultists takes Subaru and runs and she grabs her, Rem grabs her mace with a burnt, with her burnt hand and is, you guys took my sister's home. You took my reason to live. Is that not enough? Now you steal my reason to die too, which is, I wanted to get y'all's take on this line. I don't know what this is. What is, first of all, um, when she talks about her reason to live, is she just talking about 
I think that might be an oblique. Ram? I think that like the the like the, the huge powerful psychic blast that she got. I think that was like Ram gotcha. dying. Okay. I wasn't sure. Um, and I reason to die being Subaru, and it's like, huh, okay, right. I get that. Why? But why yeah. is that her reason yeah. to die? What, well, I, I'm, I'm I think, a little like, bit. It's her. My guess is that it's her imagining herself like dying in his service, or like yeah. dying to save him. Yeah, being being yeah being his Lionheart. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, that's uh, kind of what I was thinking. I was like, I don't know if she's just like putting her, putting herself, her putting too much of herself into this, and just being like, "Well, he's not here right now, anyway, so I'm just gonna say whatever." <laughs> Obviously, like that's not how shows work, and we hear this line for a reason. But it's like, I don't know. I don't know how much we're supposed to take out of that. I guess. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh yeah okay that that makes sense that that makes sense I, I was just kind of struggling with that line I, I knew that she was referring to Subaru I was not understanding mm-hmm. in what capacity but that makes mm-hmm. a lot of sense thank you so there's like a fucking nuke that goes off at the epicenter of where Rem is and then we just like cut to Subaru waking up to a stalagmite nope stalactite dripping water from the ceiling onto him and he wakes up to that and can i tell you the extremely stupid way that i remember stalagmite stalactite differences uh, that they're mighty i think you've told me this ground, before but tell it again and they hang no tight it's way dumber than the ceiling they hang tight to the ceiling it's way dumber than this okay. the way that i remember it is that in a one of the dilbert like oh books I, what's the word for like a what, like what's the word for like a comic strip like like book, one like of the Cal- collections, like, Con- yeah, yeah. One there's a there's a Dilbert collection where like you know the Calvin and Hobbes 10th anniversary collection has like annotations typed up by Bill Watterson. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I this have was that. a Dilbert. This was a Dilbert book where like Scott albums had written in the margins. Scott albums. And S- Scott albums. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Scott albums wrote in the margins, and one of the things that he wrote in a, uh, just like off to the side of a comic that just like mentions stalactites or stalagmites, one of the two, just he writes stalagmites might hang from the ceiling, but they don't. Stalagmites, <laughs> that, and that is how I think about it every fucking time. So stalagmites might hang from the ceiling, and uh, stalactites, they, uh, they vote for Trump because they're smart. <laughs> <sighs> I hate. <laughs> and I'm going to make a burrito that makes you shit your guts out. I'm going to hypnotize you to make you horny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Scott. So, Subaru wakes up to uh, a very regular guy. He's so with, regular. Oh, God. This, it's uh, evil coconut head kid oh, from Nez Classified. Oh, no. <laughs> Coconut has really gone downhill. Listen, it's he did not get he didn't he only he he did not get the declassified school survival guide. No, his was very his was very heavily redacted. Yeah, he became the Joker. Yeah, the only things in his book were like go to class, (laughs) do your homework on time. I, I wish I had more material to, like, contribute, given, like, the amount of Nez to classify yeah, same. I to get. Coconut Head, not, a, not exactly... You know? <laughs> this, this also... Okay, this Coconut also... Coconut Head, a prime example of, like, the red letter media thing. Of, like, <laughs> describe a character without saying their name or what they do. Yeah! <laughs> describe a character without saying describing their haircut. <laughs> Can't. 
Oh, Coconut Heads Fruit Salad Island. God, God. Oh yes! my God. Yes, Peter! I'm not the only one who remembers that. Wait, that show was like not just a fever dream I came up with. <laughs> Oh god. How could you possibly forget Coconut Fred's Fruit Salad Island with his uh with his bo- with his fucking swim trunks? Uh, Why do you remember it, all these things? It is details? not a SpongeBob ripoff. Do not ever I, insinuate that. Listen, listen, detail one that I know about Coconut Fred's Fruit Salad Island. There's a guy named Coconut Fred. Detail two, he has a coconut. Detail three, he wears orange swim trunks. Detail four, I got fucking nothing. I could not tell you if you put a gun to my head right now, I could not tell you a fucking I thing about that show otherwise. I remember I didn't like remember I, shorts either. <laughs> That, I, I, I I don't have vivid memories, but I definitely know that there were, like, Saturday mornings where, like, when Coconut Fred came on, I would switch over to, like, Cartoon Network until, like, Lunatics Unleashed came on. <laughs> I Let's lo- go! I loved Coconut Fred's... I, Coconut, I'm pretty sure... Co- was Coconut Fred voiced by Tom Kenny? No, uh, that Rob was... Rob Paulson. Rob Paulson, okay. Jimmy Nutri... Nutri- nope, Carl Weezer. <laughs> yeah, he voices basically everyone. So true. Yeah. Hmm... Sorry, I'm just I'm just looking at some of these characters, such as uh, Slip and Slide Depeel. Let's look at that TV tropes page. Bingo Cherry, you know, Mister Mel Greenrime. Hey, is this the um, coconut, coconut Fred, Fred TV? Tropes. Is this the Coconut Fred cast or the Lunatics Unleashed cast? Waka waka. <laughs> I also like I Lunatics too. Unleashed. <laughs> Uh, the dits slip and slide are not particularly bright, effectively making them the Patrick Star uh, blue text of the show. Great. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you from the, the, the sharp tools at TV Fake Tropes. TV Tropes. Uh... Parody episode. The Sir Not A Lot episode was primarily a parody of Final Fantasy VII, with Coconut Fred serving as Cloud and Butchie, pl- Butchie, Butchie. playing the Sephiroth XP. <laughs> But then you had Slip and Slide dressed like the Super Mario Brothers, and Bingo being the obligatory help character, Navi, in this case. The end of the episode is a parody of Donkey Kong. No, no, you made that shit up. No, you you the just show wanted la- something sh- to include on this page. <laughs> this show lasted 13 episodes. Christ alive. Wow. Uh, Rob, Rob Paulson, who voiced the main character Coconut Fred, states that he does not like to remember voicing the character, and explained that it was nothing more than a shameless SpongeBob SquarePants He's ripoff. Right. <clears throat> I'm sick of this bit. Let's talk about the episode. <laughs> yeah, we're not talking about coconut friend. We're talking about coconut co- coconut petal juices. We're talking about coconut head petal fruit juice. salad cave. Yes, <clears throat> coconut. Oh, yeah, fruit fruit uh, fruit fruit sal- fruit salad cave. Uh, no, sorry, what? I got nothing. Fruit basket, fruit basket case. Sure, sure. He has to, he has, uh, Piddle Case asks Subaru if he has the time to listen to him whine about anything at all. Oh, I thought you were going to take that in, like, a fruits basket, like, direction. No, that would be, that would be pretty good. No, I'm just, uh. (laughs) Do you think it means anything that we're trying so desperately to avoid talking about what happens next? No, only good things, I I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, that's true, that's true. This is just... Only good things happen here. Um, this, I mean, I fuck it. Like, it's hard to get through, but the scene. F- it's this, hard to get through. So fucking good. That's the problem. Is it? It's hard to get through, and we should start getting through it because it, it, it is. So it is important. Super, super like, like <laughs> super comes to his consciousness. Like he's in the fucking he's in the fucking cart from St- Skyrim. You, and you're Pebble finally says, awake. <laughs> yeah, you're finally awake. Oh, I'm gonna take a big bite of my finger. He introduces himself and he says. I am Petal Romani Conti. Yes! 
Which I, I wanted to ask Nate, how does that like? Because like he, they he don't like, really sometimes... translate the deaths stuff, but like they. The uh, the acting done for uh, Beetlejuice in Be- Beetle they don't even say Beetlejuice in the dub they say they call him uh, Betelgeuse but like Betelgeuse, yeah. his dub actor is really really good like he's hamming it up in like exactly the right way so like it's like goofy but like still like in a scary way I yeah Betelgeuse is such a fucking delightful fucker yeah I, they legitimately made the Joker scary <laughs> yeah he is scary and he's, he's the Joker. I- he is the fucking Joker. He's green. Wa- He's green. So he says, "You want to know how I got these scars?" He's got purple. He's got purple. Anyways, go on, Morg. Sorry, we interrupted you like twelve uh, times there. I was just saying he like he made me laugh, but I was like uncomfortable. I was like laughing like I don't know how to take this guy, and I don't think he's funny, but I also kind of do. It's delightful in a very uncomfortable way. That's how I would describe my... Uh... He is he is <clears throat> genuinely an extremely fun yes, villain. Yes, yeah. I, I, um... Yeah, I fucking... I, I love pedal use. Um, he's a sicko. Like, there's, there's something, like, that feels sincere about his mania. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like he's not I mean, just... And that, that kind of, like... That, that also feels like, um... Uh, assonant with the rest of the with like the narrative that he's going on like the yeah. sincerity of the in- he's like talking about the insincerity of Subaru's yes. madness yeah but we'll get to that in a second because there's a handful of other things but it's yeah Petalius Romani Conti the Archbishop representing the sloth name is his Conti? brain trembles and he's Conti yeah <clears throat> I, I, sh- I sure thought it was Conti when sloths took like five million episodes ago like oh what a pain and just like <laughs> Yeah. All right, I will grit my teeth and not address the sloth slander happening in front of me. He's not a good character. Are you talking I don't need him to be a good character. Yes. Yes, I am. I he is easily the least developed of the seven deadly sins. He is still very fun for being sloth as two-dimensional way as he is. in 03. Yeah, okay, I'm sure he is. Hey, he's a she in uh 03. Yeah, I know. It's fucking it's 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 Trisha Elric. I know this. Yeah, it's cool and we love it. That that is cool. The official stance of this podcast is pro O three. I'm declaring it now. I've only seen like Well, Martel is there. Martel is there more Martel often. Is there is there more, more more time, yes. I've only seen like most of O three. I have not seen that much of Brotherhood. I'm gonna be honest. Oh, that's better than Brotherhood. I Siri, I feel like a lot of people disagree with you. <laughs> if O three has no if O three has no defenders, then I am no longer on this earth. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Pedalgeus uh, dispatches the witch cultists to clean up the area where they just were, um, because the day of the ordeal, capital O, is upon them, and they cannot allow their existence the to be discovered. <laughs> He 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 asks um he asks one of the cultists if Rem is alive or dead and I uh, when the cultist is just like oh I don't know boss he's like oh you are truly slothful allow me to beat you to death for that uh because he let a loose end happen uh which is not sure if Rem is alive or not um but he super uh, like oh we must repay love with love bring the girl if she is alive then kill her if not bring me her head um. 
Pelagius is just confronting the still catatonic Subaru, and he's like, oh, why are you so full of love? Do you not have a gospel? And he pulls a little book out of his coat. And there's a lot of things that are flying yes. over your head right now, Morgan, I'm sure, but don't these are all, these are meant I to fly over your head right now. You, they'll be explained in a couple episodes. I assume that's some kind of gospel for the witch cult, though. <laughs> Yeah, I'm um it's it's a little bit more <clears throat> complex than that, but like in 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 embarrassed yeah. terms, yeah, more or less. Um Subaru just doesn't fucking say anything and Pelagius does not take very kindly to being ignored. Uh he licks his eyeball and then says, "Why do you pretend that your mind has broken?" And Subaru just like tries to avoid eye contact. He's still like very he's- like he's very out of it. Like he does not Yeah. Yeah, he's very very clearly, like, still just, like, he's completely non... Like, we get this... This scene is fucking heartbreaking. It's just... Super is having, like, a completely non-verbal breakdown. He's, like, sobbing, but all he can get out of is just, like... And nothing else beyond those noises. Yeah, it... Yeah. I was like, they're doing a pretty, like, decent job of, like, showing what someone dissociating can act. Obviously, like... People are different, yeah. but I was like, yeah, yeah. I feel this. <laughs> but, uh, like, obviously uh, not to this extent, but, like, <clears throat> it's it's very, like, um, <clears throat> it, like, takes him time to, like, snap out of it, and it, like, takes a lot of, like, bullshit happening for him to, like, not be in that state of mind. But it's just, like, really heartbreaking to see him breaking down in front of this complete and utter sicko. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh... I've said this before, and I said it to Morg right before we started recording, but this is, like, this is fully the Eclipse moment of the the series thus far, if if you've seen or read Berserk. Yeah, there is... Yeah, that does make sense, given that the, um... The Volturi do feature pretty heavily Stop! from this point onwards. I mean, the, I was confused, too. I also was like, is this a Twilight thing? What are you talking about? Yeah, um, Michael Sheen is there. Uh, Dakota Fanning is there. You know, she throws the baby into the fire, like in that gift that I always thought was from Game of Thrones. <laughs> All-time gif. But yeah, so Subaru is just having a fucking complete nonverbal breakdown and is, Pelagius is like, oh, I pity you. You are so failed. But despite all that, you are so loved. We, we would rather waste away in stagnation than repay the goodwill that is, than repay the goodwill that has been given to you. You are truly slothful. And then Rem walks in fucking alive, ready to beat ass. She like throws a witch, cult, a dead witch cultist so cool. into the room. I'm sorry. She's cool. She's Pelag- really cool. Pelagius Pelag- is like, oh, this is so she epic. Is and Rem epic. is like, I'm going to fucking kill you uh she's kind of epic with it <laughs> yeah um there's a, there's in this entire there's one scene that really sticks out to me which is that like ram fucking punches through a guy at one point and yeah. then like with her arm in through a guy out the other side of him casts al huma to explode two other guys again her arm through a dude it's fucking it's kind of awesome yeah. <laughs> like um Rem, but in the middle of this, Rem catches Subaru's glance and smiles at him, at which point Pelagius says, my brain trembles, and some invisible force called Unseen Hand lifts Rem up. Yeah, it's, and it, he, it's it felt a little bit like a callback to um, uh, the, the fight with the dogs, mm. right? Like a little bit? 
Um, it's just like that I'm, that brief moment where like the spell breaks and like Rem just sort of like knows a Subaru and oh yeah oh yeah a little happens. bit yeah she's totally, like not totally. in like demon brain mode <laughs> she's like yeah. ah he's here and I'm 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 glad I'm helping and I'm not gonna you know I'm gonna go sicko to save him and not for any other reason yeah. <clears throat> yep, but unfortunately, unseen hand crucifies her, crucifies her in the air, and Petal uh, basically makes Subaru look. Yeah. And uh, uh, Rem still alive. Uh, Subaru, uh, Pedal, like Rem is like battered, but still very much alive. And Petal is like, "Oh, by doing nothing, you practice sloth. Because of that, this girl is dead. How awful!" And like. I don't know. This is this might be just me being amused by a by something small, but like referring to someone who is very clearly alive as a corpse is just very like it's effective to me. It's a little yeah. bit chilling. Yeah. Um. And at which point, uh, Rem, all of Rem's body parts start twisting around. Yeah, he's yeah, very I've, purposely trying. I've to seen kill my her. fair share. Yeah, I've seen my fair share of anime gore in my life, and watching this for the second time still made me like a little. Ugh. It wasn't good. It wasn't good to look. She at. gets put. So yeah, she gets put into invisible version, of, an invisible version of the rack from Saw Three. Yeah. I think the rack is in. Uh, oh, Nave, have you seen the Saw movies? Can you verify that for me? I don't know. I've only seen the uh, uh, Saw Three D. <laughs> oh God. <What? laughs> that's, such, that's such a. It's that's such a funny Saw to have only seen because that was also the first Saw that I. <laughs> Like watch. I remember it's the one where they're like in the David Copperfield cage at the beginning, and like they. Yeah, that's Saw. To be clear, that is Saw Seven. Just so you know. Yeah, I, I, I did have have to resolve this confusion when I first watched it, finding out it wasn't the third Saw. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, uh, Subaru is like kind of broken out of his catatonic state and is just fucking screaming at Pedal Goose like, "I'll kill you! I'll kill you!" And like he's like he's like chained to the wall and he is just like. He is like he is like trying so hard to escape his restraints and is just like I thought he every time like, I watch the scene I think like, hands covered in blood from like his wrists being chafed well, right. by the manacles. There's genuinely like there's a shot in this scene that every single time I see it I think oh that's right Subaru like dislocates his shoulder doing this and he doesn't he doesn't but every time I see it I'm like oh yeah that's right he did dislocate his shoulder you, but he doesn't yeah, but it looks like I he's going to that's the power of imagery you know what I thought was going to happen I thought he was going to like kill himself by like ripping his arms off or something crazy I was oh, like God. is he going to die like this wonder if, like yeah um, but, uh, Pedal Goose is just like, well, uh, girl's dead, uh, this place is a fucking dump now, I guess I'm just gonna yeah, leave it. Yeah, we're, uh, we're late for our meeting with the other fingers. Yeah, he's, like, issuing commands to the cultists while Subaru is thrashing, and Pedal Goose, like, turns to Subaru and is like, to be honest, I don't know what your deal in all of this is, I'll just leave it up to God. Deuces. Oh, okay, wait, at some point <laughs> he, like, asks... Hags. He asks Subaru, before all this happens, like, he just captured Subaru, he's like, are you pride? Oh yeah, are you pride? And he's not. And I'm like, yeah, who's that? And does he look like Subaru? <laughs> I mean, obviously there's gonna be a bunch of fucking. Have we met the Archbishop of Pride, Neve? I can't I remember. Don't think so. Well, no, we we did we who are the we meet two archbishops at the start of season two, right? Oh, you meant like further on, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah. No, I know, not yet. I'm talking. I'm talking about characters that we not met yet because like one of them is Pride, right? I think so. I, I the the finer details of uh, like the actual plot of season two is like still a little bit foggy for me. Yeah. 
Um, oh no, that's a completely different guy. Uh, there's a different. I don't know who I'm thinking of. Anyways, Doesn't matter. I just thought it was. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's the sin. The sin archbishop. To be clear, I mean, I'm not using the proper title. They they sin archbishop. Right. Yeah. But. So yeah, he Pedalgate doesn't know what his deal is, and Super's just fucking sobbing. Like his eye is like full He's, of yeah. blood. It's it's not looking good, and he is like we we like it like like um Pedalgate just like lets Rem go, and we get like this awful like isometric ish shot of her just like ragdolling yeah, to the like, floor limply. There, there's really no other word for it. She's just like a sack of meat just falling on the ground. It's 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 upsetting. It's upsetting. It she looks extremely dead. Like, yeah. Um, I to me. So Rem doesn't no, die immediately from doesn't. this. No, she like crawls towards Subaru, and I like the moment that this provides. I dislike the extremity with which Rem is dealt with, and then does not die there, but then manages to bleed out later. I just like, oh. I, yes, Rem has much. Yes, Rem has regenerative powers, but if she has enough regenerative, like, if she has enough regenerative powers to survive that, to crawl to Subaru, I don't know. Well, I don't. I, know. I, this I, is me. This is me picking the smallest of nits over a scene I fucking love. I thought it was kind otherwise. of implied that like she used her like dying breath to like free. Yeah, her. that's what I got out of it. Like, okay, it yeah, that, that um, makes sense. it didn't oh. click as anything weird because I figured like she only had enough energy to like free him, like not to like regenerate or do anything like that. She yeah. only had enough. Yeah, that makes to, sense. That's why it didn't bother me at all. It was just speaking of which. Okay, like the sh- yeah. I'll work with that. That works. Yeah, I was gonna say like the shot of her like crawling towards him using just like her shoulders. Yeah. It's like hard to watch. Uh, it, it feels bad. It's, it feels bad, man. And um, like Subaru stretches out as far as he can, like still like locked up, and like she and like grabs her with her te- grabs her dress yeah, with his teeth. And he like pulls her forward with his teeth, and um. Yeah, she just like I don't know. It it's upsetting cuz she's like alive enough to free him and like tell him that she loves him and that he should keep on living for and her. And that he should keep on living for her. It's, and yeah. that's it. It's, that's Yeah, um we we cut to some amount of time later, which is it's like sunset, I think. Subaru is like Subaru exits the cave and he has Rem's corpse in his arms and he sets out for Roswell Manor and it's a long road but and she is heavy, but he will do the damn thing. And as he approaches, there is like snowfall all over Lugnica and like everyone in the town is dead again. It just kind of is brushed past. Um there's a pile of corpses in the middle of the plaza, like like that like that big pile of snow that exists in like a plaza in uh, you know, in the in the waning months of winter after yeah. the shoveling has been yeah. done, yeah. <clears throat> um, well, he gets to the Roswell Manor and it's just completely covered in snow. And uh, Subaru stops dead in his tracks, and he sees Ram's corpse in a different place this time. It's on the outside of the Roswell Manor, surrounded by dead witch cultists, and he starts fucking sobbing. But then a big kitty pops up from the manor, says, "Sleep." Along with my daughter. And Subaru just, like, flash freezes. And we get this incredible shot of, like, I don't know, maybe, like, five feet behind Subaru. Him just, like, standing there with rum in his hands. His head just falls off. The manor is there. We see, like, giant puck in the background. 
and his head just falls off as snow is like blistering down on him and the credits just start rolling over yeah. this as like more and more snow builds up on Subaru's corpse. It's easily my like my first time watching this is my biggest like holy shit moment. Yep. To that point. Yep. Yeah, I literally had yep. message in the Discord. I was like me rocking back and forth. His head just did that. His head just did that. His, his head, head just did that. that. It did. They really just made his head do that, huh? Huh? And you know what? While the credits roll, technically, the show does not end with the credits. The episode has a few minutes left. Yep. Just a little stinger at the end to make sure that you know that everything's fine. Subaru yep. wakes back up at the Appa stand, gets, uh, has just returned his free sloppy, and uh, he is like immediately intensely distraught as soon as he sees Rem, but he takes her by the hand and they walk away, and she says, oh, you sound like the witch even worse now. Weird. And she also says, if you're worried, just hold my hand. This is nicer. Yeah. Um, Subaru smiles, but then uh, the camera like cuts to him. His eyes close open. He's just like, he's just, it just turns into a frown, a glare of he's hatred. He's so angry. And we get our title card, The Outside of this Madness. This motherfucker gonna fucking kill Beetle Geist or Beetle guy or whatever. Beetlejuice. Beetle Goose. Beetle Goose. He's got fucking... <laughs> I was like, oh, oh no. I guess he does have scary eyes, huh? Yeah. But... So how do we like these episodes? This episode? Well, uh, if I may speak first, like... I, I already, like, uh, touched on this a little bit, but I, I think, like, watching the first time when you were showing it to me, when I believe I was still at home because my roommates had COVID at the time, but mm. I... I, I I had a definite moment of, like, going from, like, thinking this show is good to thinking, like, oh, this show might be great, actually. Yeah, this, this, like, the, I think, like, the this is part two of the, the one, the, it's a one-two punch, because the self-proclaimed night is the first hit, and then Subaru's head just falling off is the second. Yeah. It's what, great. More of I, what do you think? I, <laughs> Yeah, sorry. I'm just like trying to gather my thoughts. Uh, yeah, I mean, it definitely hit me. I was kind of freaking out like right after the fact. I was like, I don't know how I'm going to be able to because I was recording Digimon Ghost Gaze right after finishing the episode. And I was like, I don't know how I'm going to go into this normally. Whatever. It's fine. So, um, like, it very much affected me in the sense of, like, wow. Um, like, even though I was joking about, like, oh, his head just did that. It, literally, that's all I could think of. Because it's like, oh, he, like, froze solid from what I realize now is a giant puck. I was most... I was confused. Now I'm just fucking, like holy shit about the fact that a giant puck like had done all this and just like the fact that it's like like you say like back to normal at the end or whatever it's like okay but what is he gonna do now and like I'm invested and like I've been invested in where I've been like okay well what is he gonna do but I was like pissed off at him right like I was like this guy sucks and he's like kind of blowing through all his uh good goodwill um 
Good grace. That's not the word I'm looking for. His good graces. Yeah, I guess that is. His good graces, his good, like, I was like, he's blowing through all this, like, good feeling I'm feeling for him. Yeah. His goodwill. Yes. His goodwill. Thank you. That's... And yeah. then, like, all this happened, and I'm like, I think I'm... <laughs> I think... I'm tentatively like, this show's pretty good. <laughs> like, this show is really good, actually, but... Many are saying. Many are but saying. But I'm also like... It could turn still. And not not in, like... I think the show is good, but I'm also still, like, worried about what effect that had on Subaru. And I think that makes it probably mean it's a better show, because it means I want to watch how he's coping <laughs> more. And it's like... The, yeah. I don't know. I... I... I'm just gonna say this is for... This is something that will mean nothing to you and mean a lot to Neve. Um, from zero does not happen until the episode after the next one. Yes. And so, I don't know what from zero... Yeah, I don't know what that means. It's fine. Don't worry about it. It's my second favorite episode of the entire show. Third favorite episode of the entire show. I think it's probably my second, favorite. Third. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's that parent and child or the greatest night in the self-proclaimed night. Like, move over, me. BoJack Horseman. There's a new TV show that's about people talking through their issues. God, oh, I cannot wait. From, we're talking about From Zero is going to be so much fun. And I, by which I mean I'm going to fucking have a nightmare taking notes on that one. Well, Sam's going to be here for it. Oh, that's right. Yes, Sam. Yeah. Just make Sam take all the notes. <laughs> yeah. I hope he hears this before then and we're just like... <laughs> oh, he will. <laughs> all right. Uh, so we got, uh, we, got, we got two questions. Well, we got a question and a comment. Question from... <laughs> speaking of Sam, question, quote unquote, from Sam. Uh, if you want to ask a question at FWDFWDREZERO. Uh, Sam says, have, quote, fun, end quote. We sure did. Had a great time, Sam. We learned uh, a this lot. This question from Andy, this this question from Andy in the Discord, what voice actor do you want to have a play a role where they get crazy with it? Uh, Jaleel White. <laughs> That's a great answer. That'd be, that'd be pretty oh, good. Oh, no. I don't know if I um, that. Um, I, <sighs> genuinely, like, running through my head of, like, voice actors that I know and like, um, I mean, t- I'm sure Tara Strong in her, in her, like, fucking oeuvre of work has gone crazy with it at some point or another, mm-hmm. but, um, there's only so many voices that she can do, and a couple of them just, like, live in the Twilight Sparkle wheelhouse, I just want to hear a, wor- a role where she just does, like, Twilight Sparkle-esque voice and goes nutty with it. Like, like, if you watch the t- TV show Loki, like, the, the little, like, time logo thing that she plays is ba- it's She's doing Twilight Sparkle voice for that. Miss Minutes as the t-shirts I have to Miss Minutes, work, thank you. Ha- tell me. Yes. <laughs> Love Miss Minutes. <laughs> the one good thing about that show. Yeah, it kind of seems like every Marvel show, uh, like, people are saying, like, in the first two episodes, people are like, oh, this one's finally good. And then, like... Guy, the guy who thought... Sp- <laughs> it's the fucking, Je- it's the fucking uh, Declan the Jetta-liker tweet that's like, guy who thought Spider-Man Homecoming was good voice. This has potential of done correctly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <sighs> yeah, I don't know if I have a better answer than Julia White. Uh... 
You can just pick a celebrity because that's all that voice actors are now. Yeah. <gasps> I almost said Matthew Lillard, but then my my convictions about what voice act about voice acting being an actual profession made me. I mean, not... he, he does voice Shaggy like full time now, right? Yeah, but like that, he started as Scooby as like Scooby Doo two thousand two movie, right? Yeah. As that was his first Shaggy role, I believe so. Because yeah. it was um, what was that motherfucker's Casey not, Kasem? K- Casey Kasem. I almost said Casey Jones, like the fucking. These guys are from England, and who gives a shit of fame if you're a negative landhead? Uh, I was thinking more in the in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles vein. <laughs> oh, or Grateful Dead, depending on you know one or the other. You know those two very similar groups. Uh, well, teenage, teenage there's, a, there's a guy, the guy with the hockey mask is in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles called Casey Jones. Oh, is that yeah. it? Yeah. Oh. And also Casey Jones, Casey Jones, the Grateful Dead song. Oh, I, I thought like, I was imagining like a Ninja Turtles, like jam band, that, like, <laughs> you know, no. a bunch of people in their mid sixties go to see in concert and clog up all the traffic near where I live. So- Listen, I, I, I have varying degrees of respect for jam bands. Casey Jones is a song does kind of go. I have no respect for jam bands. Like right, right. Do you like that Casey, shit, do you- write that shit down. <laughs> Do you like Casey Jones? Do you like the song Casey Jones though? I don't really I don't know, know it. Oh, he's driving that train. And he's oh, it's that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Casey Jones, you better watch your speed. Like I, 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 I do remember hearing that one on the radio as a child and being like, "Are they allowed to put this on like <laughs> daytime radio where children?" Right? Yeah. Shit. Yeah. I just like I, the last time I drove down to like when I sometimes when I just when I'm driving or doing shit on my own, I will just like sing like. Like, songs that don't deserve it and, like, my best impression of, like, a, an opera, like, baritone bass. Like, I'll be fucking singing, like, front uh, front bottoms, twin-size mattress in that <laughs> register. But the last time I was going down there, I was just, like, driving that train out of cocaine. Pavarotti uh, voice. The, uh, you were my thank peach, you. you were my plum. Casey Jones, you better watch your speed. My, I can't sing very well, but you get the, you get the gist. Yeah. Um... You'd have to agree with me saying I don't sing very well. What? Oh, no, no. I, sorry. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, I was I'm on kidding. autopilot a little bit. I was just Fair like, I'm, I'm done thinking about the Grateful Dead. We're, we're on hour two. Yeah, I'm sorry, babe. Chorus, so she could sing at some point. Yeah. Yeah, I was not in select, though, like no. you were. Not everyone was. Uh, that's, it for, that's it for questions. <laughs> uh, that's going to be it. Okay. Yes. Uh, any anything else before we before we do plugs? Get no. out of here. No. Not for me. <laughs> you sound tired. I am tired. I have a Pokemon battle after this. Oh, Damn. I'm saluting you so hard. Let's get you out of here. So we are at FWD, FWD, R-E-Z-E-R-O on Twitter, Ford Ford ReZero. You can follow us there. We have a link to our Discord server there, I believe. Um, if, if it doesn't work or whatever, just hit me up on Twitter or Discord or whatever. Um, thank you to Matt GameCube uh, and no- for creating Noisepace.xyz, the place where this and so many other great podcasts are so graciously hosted. Uh, thank you to personal close friend of the show, Gerard Way, for letting us use My Chemical Romance is Dead uh, for the intro and outro of this podcast. Thank you to friend of the pod, Ogi. Uh, Agnan uh, did a phenomenal cover art job for this podcast. Check them out on Twitter, at Kalola Fair Art. It's good. Um, I'm on Twitter, at SunHatGenya, S-U-N-H-A-T-Z-H-E-N-Y-A. Um, my current podcasts are this one, Fear Baiting, the horror movie podcast, which is not currently doing anything, but hopefully by the time this episode comes out, I will have gotten back up and running and wow cool robot which by the time this episode comes out i will be nearing the end of my stint on that podcast which i'm 
very sad to say. I'm going to miss doing that. Um, and also, uh, Sam and I might have a little something, something in the books, Ooh. in the works. Uh, we're cooking up. Uh, it's a little what? bit of a secret project. I, but, I did uh, not know about this. I'm looking forward to finding out what this is. Sam and I, Sam and I have just been loosely talking about it. And I think once my time on Wild Cool Robot reaches its end, and once I've gotten fear baited back in the swing of things, might have a, Sarah might be part of a little limited run I podcast. Mildly. <laughs> Mildly, inspi- mildly inspired by uh, uh, tangents gone on on this podcast in the past. Oh, Ooh. I see. Okay. I think Morg knows what this is now. <laughs> I don't know what this is. I might. But, is it uh, fate? I'll, I'll, I'll... What's that, Neve? Is it fate? No, it's not. No, it's not fate. Okay. <laughs> it's... No, we haven't not, talked no, enough it's... about fate. <laughs> no. Um... <laughs> but anyways, look forward, look forward to that. Um... <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, and um, I have a, I do a couple other podcasts. Those are in my uh, bio on my Twitter at SunHatGenia. Um, I think that's everything for me. Neve, hit it. Uh, I'm at Nick Wolf on Twitter. Uh, I'm working on stuff. Uh, I'm going to be moving in like a couple months, hopefully. So hell yeah, baby! I'm also going to be moving in a couple of months. Where are you moving to? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, you say where you're moving to, and then I'll just copy <laughs> you. Okay, let's go. On three, one, two. That's Norway. We're, we're we're moving in together. Hopefully. <laughs> They're just gonna say their address on podcasts. Yeah, we're just gonna all of our episodes are gonna be live in person Mm -hmm. (laughs) because I live in the same place as Sarah. Yep, we're gonna be in the same place, (laughs) and that will definitely be logistically doable every fucking week. Definitely. Um, Morg, hit your shit. Uh, I will hit my shit. Um, My Twitter is at. Haunting the Morgue, that's Haunting the M-O-R-G. You can also find me on my other podcasts. Um, I've pretty much announced on my other two podcasts that Departure Lounge is, like, kind of over because um, all the co-hosts are doing different things at the moment. And um, I might try to put out, like, the episodes I have in the bank, but otherwise it's Yeah, it's because it's, it's it's Togashi isn't making any freaking more Hunter hey. Hunter. He's on yeah. Twitter now, though. Oh, that's good for him. No, but we are talking about I, the I, I, anime, I, which is very much done and has an ending, but we did not. Um, also, also uh, no one get my ass for saying Hunter x Hunter. Uh, I don't. That's give a what shit. I say on the show on purpose <laughs> to make my co-hosts <laughs> not actually mad, but like mad in in scare Hunter quotes Hunter. in scare quotes mad. Um, yeah. Uh, my my active podcasts, though, are the Sonic Shuffle, a random and holistic Sonic lore podcast, and Digimon Ghost Gaze, a Digimon Ghost game podcast that I just recorded before this one. <laughs> I've done too many podcasts today. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's it for me. All right. Uh, so that's going to do it for this episode of Ford Ford ReZero. Uh, until next time, send for my iPhone. <laughs> send for my, my iPhone. iPhone.